change your mind. Take a chance. I'm the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got your place to go, Hey everybody, welcome to the Boy Addy Podcast. Coming at you live from Bill's basement. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. And we have special guests this week, my wife. Hi. It's Foley. Special guest? She's been on like on a third of these episodes. Well, She's a friend of the podcast. It's Foley been a Monty. while. Yeah. She, she was on a fishing boat in Alaska for That's a, right. a couple of years. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was yeah. getting a lot of money. She was under thing. the sea shelf picking mussels. It was impressive. So it was like the ratio of women up there is real neat. <laughs> Foley got a lot of dick. You impregnated <laughs> so many lonely fishermen's wives Foley, up there. Foley got all the dick she could eat. I, I, was, I was never in Alaska. You, you fucked that hot lady from Northern Exposure. Uh-huh. Was, the there pilot lady lady? On, was there a hot lady? Yeah, oh, there was the hot she pilot was all right. lady. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> she was alright. Well, technically, there's a bunch of ladies on this show, but yeah, I should just say the hot lady from Northern Exposure. <laughs> she was pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, she was the hot. She was kind of like the the female lead. Let's put it that way. Foley's, you had an old lady ran I'm, the general Foley, store. Foley's bonerometer, I think, is, is tuned a little differently than yours, my friend. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, a touch of that of that era. I'm a little bit more uh, China Beach Dana Delaney. This is true. Which that's not, but that's same short brown haired pixie lady kind a little, of doing tough stuff. A little, but yeah, Dana. De- we never, yeah, yeah. Because they came <laughs> I don't know every time. <laughs> that Bill and Foley on the podcast. They're gonna talk about China well, Beach. They came out. Last time we talked was what? Like we were like, oh, they announced the China Beach box right. set. Right. Now it's been out. Yeah. We gotta get that shit. Yeah, we do. Or at least toward it. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the boy. Howdy podcast, my friends. It's where we talk about pop culture detritus. Seriously. Uh, 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 uh. uh we were uh, uh, talking about Lego because, again, this is a Boy Howdy podcast and we cannot go to this is edited. Lego. We're just starting to talk about Excuse Lego. Excuse me. Bill yeah. may just keep on keeping on. Um, yeah, I, man, I don't understand. I want to figure out the Lego printing process because yeah. some pals of mine um, made me some uh, water slide decals for uh, bits of Benton's bank. Oh, really? Which I need to build at some point because they did this. They designed and printed this great logo. And Where do you get water pieces. slide decals for just, Lego? It's just like, well, no, it's not. Uh, just for any kind of just plastic water slide surface? decals. Oh, it's like yeah. a very. But this is what the Lego mod community uses. Mm. They oh, use really? these water slide decals. Okay. So I designed. Uh, I just finished the saloon. Just finished the bar, Benton's bar, and I designed this the sign. And I was going to print out a couple of things and try it out. And I literally read the instructions. And I got so tired just reading the instructions. They're like 14 steps. For the like, decals? I'm yeah. not cool enough to do this. I'm not going to sand the surfaces you and just, then clean well, the surfaces. You just read it and got tired. Because as I a did. kid, I used to build a lot of like little models. And yeah. they had water slide decals. Yeah. And, well... These models turned out looking like shit. Yeah. But I skipped everything except dip the decal yep. water, put uh-huh. it on. Did it look like hot garbage? It didn't look bad. It didn't look like it did in the picture. See, the but whole idea is the decal that stuck. to do it so that it, but it, it stays like and yeah, I know. preserves and everything. You have to do all these crazy yeah. steps and everything. And I'm just yeah, lazy. so the reason we brought this up is uh, over the summer I bought a couple of homebrew... Uh, one is like a little uh, 8-bit Nintendo Entertainment System, and the other one's an Atari 2600, and the other one's like a little uh, like fake living room set it's of, really from cute. like the late it's 1970s with so a TV cute. and a little Atari 2600, and it's got custom printed pieces. Like, it's got mm-hmm. a custom uh, printed uh, Coca-Cola can, so mm-hmm. that's probably a water decal then? Mm-hmm. No, that's, there's a company, I think it's... Oh, it's actually professionally printed. It's okay. not Brickforge. I can't remember the name. It's They're based out of the UK, and they do all sorts of branding. Yeah, because that's printed on there. You can tell there's no seam where the water yeah. decal yeah. would be. 
yeah. or anything like Apparently, that? Apparently, like, there's a, uh, the Lego, the, heart, the Lego community is really snotty about printing versus stickers, because there are Lego sets that use stickers, and Lego sets that use printing. printing I listen to friend of the podcast, Phil Theobald, who, listen, who listens yeah. to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, he does his own uh, podcast about toys and stuff, uh-huh. which is called, oh god, his main podcast, Player One Podcast, I forget the name of his toy podcast! Anyway, but they too talk a lot about Lego, and they yeah. specifically bitch whenever a new great Lego set is announced. Yeah. Uh, they're always, like, whenever it's, the detailing is more stickers than just yeah. printing, they're always like, it does kind stickers. of ruin it. Yeah. What's well, more work you have to do, and especially if you have clumsy hands, exactly. the chance hard to, to do fuck well. it up is. Yeah. Okay, talk while I look up to see what Filthy Evolve's other podcast So is. I'm obsessed with this new Lego set that's about to come out. Mostly, to be fair, it's because there aren't many Lego sets that are out that I'm terribly that's interested true. in. Like, all the Chima sets are phasing out. Not that I liked, I, I was really pumped about them, but no. I, I was always excited. Points of articulation, because it was something oh, that's else actually really That's what I wanted to say. It's like, a super good title. It's mostly Lego and Transformers. That's a really good name for a toy yeah, show. Anyway, really go ahead. Uh, there's this uh, Ninjago set, and I could give two shits about the Ninjago yeah, line. You Motherfucker, you! I was done. I was fucking the Godfather. I uh-huh. was out. Not no, out completely. Because you're gonna get whatever winter sets come out for the rest of all time. But or... still, I had a display case. It's mostly folded. There's two sh- empty shelves left. I have them marked for shelves. something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for what? I just, well, I got more winter. There's gonna be more Christmas sets this <laughs> yeah, year. I'm yeah. always obligated to get whatever yeah, Lego sure. winter okay, Christmas true. stuff. Okay, and they true. actually did announce just like a cool little toy shop. Yeah, it's gonna be really See, good that's good. then that was yeah. gonna be my one Lego thing this year. Uh-huh. And this motherfucker, your wife. Well, <laughs> <laughs> guess what? Look at this thing. It's got a shadow. Okay, yeah, that's the thing. This fucking set is really cool. It's really elaborate. Um, the fuck is and it called? It's called like, the Air, Air Temple. Air, Air Jitsu. Air Jitsu. Yeah, Air Temple Island. This is like it, accidentally calling I it. I saw so the leak. Uh, so the fall Lego catalog leaked like a PDF uh-huh. of, uh, all, earlier this week online, and I saw a little picture of this, and I thought, oh, that actually kind of you could turn that into an Avatar: Last Airbender thing. But I didn't really think about it because yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool looking set. But yeah, and then Andy talking about it. Yeah, so it's like I think it's like twenty two hundred parts. So like that's this, that's acceptable. It's acceptable, mm. and it's got like a little fishing, like a little fishing hut, okay. a little forge, okay. a little bridge, and but the like the focus of the set is this temple, mm-hmm. and at the base of the temple, there's an integrated um, shadow puppet oh. theater. This is officially called the Temple of Air Jitsu. Yeah, there we go. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the shadow puppet theater the sh- is so the it's, killer. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's really cool because what it is is it's this actual like in the base of this temple, you build this little theater that actually has a light and you can actually articulate it and do a little shadow yeah. puppet show. Yeah. Like it's the most Animal because uh if you have extra like little it's it's the micro figures. Yeah. Uh not the minifigures but the like little tiny micro figures. Yeah. Is that what you put in there? So you yeah. could uh, you could conceivably like make your own little dioramas yeah. for the puppet show too. Because it's a little shadow show they're like on a little rotating disc. Yeah. And so what are you change on the disc will change like what's like kind of dancing around each other. And it's just like yeah. Yeah. right now it's like two little people and two little uh, things of fire. Yeah. So it looks like a little fire dance but yeah. you could change that if you wanted to it just is a it's just also two hundred dollars uh, two hundred dollars something i saw online I, at first i thought it was only 150 and i was yeah. like that that was more tempting yeah, but that, that was like 200 bucks two well, or as explained fully, I have five dollars in Lego credit, so it's only a hundred and five dollars. Oh shit, baby, how much I got? I got, I got ten dollars. <laughs> Good job, guys. That's Man. Like, not, like that'll like because Lego shipping is a lot too. Well, no, I, over seventy five dollars is free ship. Oh, that's right. So I forgot good, about dude. that. Don't, guys. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Guys. Anyway, uh, 
this set oh god is the winter toy shop available now because that would be tempting because if i'm gonna pull the trigger on the winter toy shop then i'm gonna be like well what else can i get to like make like if i'm gonna get free shipping we'll, we'll get something else whatever yeah. else i want this will be my big lego purchase sure in the fall that's when, when i'm gonna be sitting there going there's that temple of Jesus. it just legitimately looks cool it does the, the yeah thing, well, i was thinking well you take this and easily turn it into an avatar the last airbender sure, sure, thing yeah and so and i know a couple I don't, of years they don't, ago they don't make um lego figures with like the arms that you need they, for, no the for cora arms. <laughs> they don't have to ripped they enough they don't have ripped there enough was, oh man yeah. there was actually a <laughs> they had to like rip off like he-man figure yep. arms and like <laughs> no, there them. was the like, three they made them. for the uh the um the t- ninja Tur- one of the ninja turtle sets they had like oh. one of the shark dudes with all the ripped arms oh okay. really so just take that and re-sculpt it <laughs> there's just this terrifying huge torso did he with, have ripped like arms it. but still like the claw hands I, I can't remember. It, that it was like extra. Like, it was like four times. It was like the size of the Hulk minifigure. <laughs> oh, it was like a big, big yeah, thing. Yeah, okay, it was okay. a sculpt. I, that was my joke. It was really uh, funny. We well, all that's laughed. the thing because I know they officially came out with like one or two official Avatar, Avatar. last Avatar yeah, Lego sets terrible. like ten years ago, and they were terrible. And yeah. So I went on to Brickling Glass and I yeah. could look for the Avatar minifigures. Yeah. To see what they would look like if yeah. I were to mix them with this, right. and they looked yeah. but they really yeah. not good. Yeah. You're better off just like home painting your own like Avatar figures. Just like sad old cat butt. If I did get this, I would just get it just to have the temple. Right, yeah. like, it comes with like 12 minifigures which is a lot yeah two and I just figures for Benton well, the ice, that's the other thing I was looking at the minifigures and I was like that's it's why a I bunch first of fucking ninja shit but like yeah four or five of the minifigures are all kind of western like cowboy belts and like oh, what guys like I got a little sheriff star? I'm really mad at one because one of the figures that I was most excited about who was the kind of fisherman cook mm-hmm. dude mm-hmm. has a big fucking smiley face button on his torso Fuck you, Lego. Don't do that to me. It is a big smile. And it's right in a place where if like I like put a dude a beard a Lego beard on him, it won't cover it. Like it isn't right in the place where it is. Well he put a backpack on him. No, it would still because it's can right you, in the like middle. Just, middle just, a gunshot, thing, gunshot wound. Well, the That's thing is, that, yeah, I can mod this shit. No, Andy, you have to come you, to this no, point someday. Every time I have yeah. modded a torso, <laughs> it looks like shit. Shit, you can't do She's that so on a printed. It. it makes me mad. It's like you're ruining. Because it's small enough to get. No one else will notice, really. No, except for you. No. Remember when I modded that hair and you liked it? Well, no, no, no. That's not oh, a torso. No, no, you I said it? every time oh, I, I mod. It. A yeah, because she's talking about like the I said every time I modify a torso. Oh, anytime yeah. I modify a printing, it winds up. Yeah. Like so, so anyway. would you get the set to cannibalize it for Benton, or would you get the set to display by itself? I would because there's a blacksmith shop, and then and then tear it and use the part. Because yes. it looks like it would be fun to build. You and know? then tear it down and it would be like the temple ruins. <laughs> there you well, go. it's great because you've got the actual temple, which actually, you know, kind of like generic, mm-hmm. kind of like vaguely mm-hmm. Asian stuff. And off to the side, there's one separate building. No, that describes it perfectly. No, I know. It's, it really it's, it's where they study the ancient art of ninjutsu fully. We're already in an attenuous area. <laughs> no, I want to know the deep canon of Lego. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But I got two buildings off the side. One's a little blacksmith shop yeah. mm-hmm. and the other one's got like it's like a the, the smuggler's fishing hut. Fishing hut? Yeah. yeah sure. Which has a bunch it's of like uh-huh. treasure chests in the roof yeah. with like golden weapons and yeah. stuff. I was it's really, so it's a cute set and the bridge is really cute. There's a, with a little bit of water. I saw yeah. reviews complaining about the water is too bright and azure looking. It should be like a deep blue or <laughs> oh transparent <my> plastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like one plate of blue you yep. easily swap out with anything yeah. else. That comes like a little bridge with dragon guardians in the yeah, end. Yeah, it's really good. And like the water reviews are saying even if you don't care about ninja if you just like Asian shit. <laughs> wow. Which is you really like vaguely most, Asian Actually, most of the reviews I've seen, if you like Oriental shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, yeah. You like General So's chicken. Wait, <laughs> it's not Oriental, guys. It's Hispanic. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. So we're 
gonna skew away from racial jokes here because we have a real bad anyway, yeah, for anyone, Okay, that's the Temple of Air Jitsu. I, for I, anyone I, who, any, yeah, just, any of y'all who are even idle Lego it, it, in, interests, look at the set. It's because it's pretty cool. We're gonna talk about this later. We'll talk about it now. That's the other thing because, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Me, me, me and my situation with toys and stupid bullshit. Right. right. I'm already locked in $1,500 on this Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah. I have spent my next seven years of toy budget on a Millennium Falcon you model. Did. You have. You did. But. No. Force Friday, <laughs> this Friday. Oh, oh boy. The new Star Wars toys comes out. Uh-oh. Which I normally wouldn't care about. Yeah. Because. cutest thing where she tried to like discreetly whisper to Foley and then I was like did I do something wrong? <laughs> no, no, was she no. trying to do an off mic? No I was trying to tell Foley to when you chew lean away from the microphone. I'm leaning oh, the only person who cares about this is Grumpy Turtle. <laughs> or anyone who listens with He's the microphone. He's got his podcast now. He's got his podcast I'm trying to be polite. I'm sorry. That's, no, 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 it's okay. That is the worst thing that happens on this podcast. Because I try to whenever I chew tur- lean away. I know that doesn't really Bill help, says as he chews on a pepperoni stick we just happen to have a pile of Damn. Um, anyway, you've used seven years worth of your toy budget. Oh, that's the thing. So, star, like the new Star Wars action figures come out this Friday. Normally, yeah. I wouldn't care because. Did you guys ever have any of the old Star Wars toys when the prequels came out? No. Mm. I was too old. No, 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 no. I had the original Star Wars. The original stuff. Like, I never had a single Star Wars. Because I already went through this when the prequels came out. You know, the whole bunch of toys coming out way yeah. before yeah. the movie comes out. Yeah. And back in the day, even then, I didn't want to be spoiled on it, so I didn't buy any figures. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so I'm not, like, super tempted to buy stuff now, but I do almost, like, want to vote with my dollars because this is, you have a Star Wars movie where yeah. you're going to have a lady lead. You're going to yeah. have a black lead. And part of me is like, well, I'm not really... Especially because there's going to be so many Star Wars toys over the course of the next decade. Right. I'm not, mm-hmm. I just, I'm not really done. I don't need them this weekend. Sure. Because I have plenty of opportunities to buy 15,000 sure. different fins or 15,000 different rays. True, true. Yeah. Part of me was like, it is... It is new Star Wars toy. Yeah. Also, it is the justification. I'll vote with my dollars, quote uh-huh. unquote. Sure. But also means an excuse to buy sure. new Star Wars shit. But that, so this Friday, yeah. So midnight, this Thursday into Friday morning yeah. is when all the stuff new uh, goes on. Amazon has a countdown clock. That's oh, man. The, all the stores open. No, all here's the, toy the thing, stores Bill. Open at midnight. You know the only reason why I know that Friday yeah. is Force Friday? Yeah. yeah. I, there's a company too. here in Portland called Pendleton. They're a famous wool maker. They've been around for like a hundred years. Foley's wearing her Pendleton a shirt. Wool maker? Really? They, yeah, they, they've been weaving, they weave uh, wool in, and they're known for their plaid shirts and their board shirts. They're yeah, making jackets to keep people warm, waiting in, in line Oregon? at midnight. Well, yeah. hold on, hold well, on, yeah. I'm getting there, buddy. So, um, it's really cute because Pendleton is mostly marketed towards dads and fashionable moms. That's really what it is. Yeah, but Portland there's parents? Like, well, rich people. Yeah. It's for rich people. It's someone who's like, oh, I want a casual $300 sweater that's made in India by a Portland company. I'm sure it's so a good sweater. But it yeah. is, but it's also, I mean, it's like, it, it's all like, you know, pastels and muted tones. It's like, it's it's very much so a certain kind of rich mom wear. Holy face, it's so sour. But there is a, there's a young portion of people who work at Pendleton who are trying to make it hip and cool and relevant. Yeah. And to mixed results. And it's hilarious because there's still this mom company while they have this like, no, we're going to make some stuff in Portland again and we're gonna do all this stuff and it's really cute so part of their attempt at relevancy I guess is I got an email this week that's like hey come downtown to the Portland Pendleton home store 
for Force Friday. What? I swear to Christ. What? And they never on there anywhere <laughs> said that it's a Lego Pendleton blanket no, like, no, or anything. That it's a, or a, Pendleton. a Star Wars based Pendleton blanket. They never they didn't said say anything. Because Pendleton, they're known mostly for their blankets in their... So their they're at least selling a Star Wars themed blanket. I'm guessing, okay. no, I mean, but they're just saying it's Force Friday. We're going to have music. It's Force Friday and music. at least. Like, and we're going to have a costume contest. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, Force Friday at least even capitalized? Yeah. It was. Like, and and like, then what are you forcing on Friday? <laughs> it was all in a black background with stars and they used what? the yellow uh, text. So it's like, it's like, yeah. I mean, they and they did like the whole like forced perspective sort of thing. Like they were trying to evoke Star Wars. They were, without, but I didn't understand. Like, copyright. We're going to start selling in, uh, this limited edition thing at midnight, what? and uh, we'll be open until three. It's and uh, and I'm like, I there is a part of me. You think any Star Wars fan curious. is not going to be at Toys R Us? Would rather well, that be that was my thing. That's why I kind of want to go just to see who the hell Shows is going to go. Yeah. Like I want to go for the like the curiosity of call it, it like work research Ooh. like market research Seriously. just to see what's Ooh. what just stake out like we d- I don't physically want to be there <laughs> you can okay here's what, what I'll, I'll do be, I'll be in Wait, the car like a wireless you... GoPro across the see, street no 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 no, no. <laughs> I'll be Annie. the man I'll be the man on the street you'll be staked out in the Starbucks across the street you really should just hit like Burgerville drive down there just like from like midnight to uh, like 15 after midnight just to kind of oh I'll no get, one really I'll get, is like, like a, drive home and go to bed I'll have like an ear mic yeah. and like you know just, just uh, I have Bluetooth, report baby, in I'll just charge that thing up <laughs> yeah we'll just uh, we'll do that's that right. so weird that's the only way I know fucking Pendleton is doing uh, but that's the thing so I'm like okay I could spend $200 on mm. this uh-huh. this Ninjago thing uh-huh. $200 would buy me a lot of Star Wars <laughs> How much? How expensive these toys are going to be? I don't know how much a Star Wars fig- action figure costs these days because they have like the normal size figures and they have the black series, which are like the, like six inch tall. Things. I would guess just and total like, seat of my pants. The tall ones are thirty bucks and the small ones are fifteen. I would say. Really? Yeah. I would. Oh, this got to be ten because like man, it can't be fifteen mm. for like a tiny little like mm. Luke Scott, like a little like yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, if they're like but three inch Star ones, Wars, you're gonna probably yeah. If they're the three inch ones, maybe like seven bucks. I'm thinking like ten bucks. Well, c- keep in mind you price up to price down that they're gonna have MSRP, but they're gonna assume sales and shit. Yeah, and, and well, like yeah. so. So my thinking is okay. So got to get her in and fi- uh, Finn and yeah. Ray because of the black yeah. guy. It's the lady. Got to vote again with vote my dollars, mm-hmm. and then I'm like. But then you gotta get a BB-8. Come on, it's a little. Cool <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. that far. Well, then you gotta get a Han Solo and a Chewbacca. Well, you gotta, because they're then, old. At got, that point, I'm does like, does Chewie have gray hair yet? Not, not doesn't does look Chewie like Chewie. Oh, then Chewie's supposed to be like 200 years old in the Chewie, original yeah, series. Yeah. So I guess Chewie he has with like a, with a law. Sweet, sweet stripe. He's just youthful. Oh. He just kind of bleached his hair. It's a little salt. He just got frosted. A little bit frosted. The little top. Yeah. He's kind of like hit Wookiee Middle Age in the new Middle Age. He started doing some CrossFit. He's getting a little Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah, I like it. But then, but then once you, you got guys those guys all by yourself then you got like the fact that you just I, weren't involved yeah. I do like what's his face inside Lewin Davis I'm like well it is actually yeah. at that point the only person I'm missing is like Captain Phasma and the bad guy yeah yeah I'm like yeah. let's well get the whole damn set oh. wow Bill and I'm like do I really I like I, and then at that point I've talked yeah. myself into $100 no. worth of action yeah. figures which I really wasn't like dying to get in the first place It's I've reached a funny point in my life because I love sh- things you I do. love stuff shit stuff is awesome stuff is really cool we've talked about this in length the podcast but it's interesting now that I own a house that I kind of intend to die in. It's like what? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it's like my point. Is, 
not like next <laughs> week. <Newest> to Foley. <laughs> but no, it's like there's like this like there's always a sense of heels in. Yeah. There's a sense of whenever I buy something, where the fuck am I gonna put it? Because yeah. I've got a lot of shit already. You guys have a nice ass house for you guys, but it is a it is a ranch house. Yeah, we have story. a small house. We have a garage, but you have a car in the garage. Yeah. It's not like yeah. And also, like I don't want to get things and then stick it in my garage. Yeah. You, do you have a yard? You could just build like a little <laughs> like, like a little, a, hut. little box safe. Yeah. You could just throw junk you don't want in. Like there. Foley and I are. I are guess that's where our basement on, is technically. But we're, yeah. we're planning. Well, the thing is, is that I don't want to put buy things unit. and then put things away. No, no that no. is the, that's not. You're literally not like the, I don't want to have things. Buy stuff. The value, the value is just <laughs> in a way. Knowing, buy knowing stuff that you own. Yeah, <laughs> I could just. You're such a dragon, like a, Bill. Like a dragon or a weird <laughs> Arctic fox. Put like, a GoPro in that cave with a single candle just so you can see what's in it for part of time. No, because if that's the thing, I'll just lie to myself it's, and tell myself I own it. No one is. Oh, I'm dating Tom Hardy. I'm dating Tom Hardy. He's just not here right now. Foley, I really like this idea. You just need to do hypnosis on me to tell me that I own this. You own in, this air temple. You own everything, and building it was real fun. <laughs> All those memories. Go to Total Recall and inject yeah. memories of building the Jago Fortress. Yeah, but I mean, like one of the best parts about Lego is that it's not that big. All things said, like it, I own a lot of it, yeah. but I mean, it really doesn't take up that much space. All things no. said. And we're planning on how to be able to, like, put it in a place and have a place for well, it. Well, actually, you already have Benton taking up a lot of your extra junk space. Yeah, like, yeah. stuff you could, uh, like, if you were into get, collecting more action figures and stuff, yeah. you could actually, like... But even then, it's like, stuff. I own, like, maybe, but, yeah. let's say, ten action figures in our home. Yeah. And it's like, if, fuck, I can't... What? I'd have to, like, get rid of some, When the prequel, Star Wars prequels movies came out, like, I eventually just, like, I think the only figure I really bought was, like, they had, like, the... This would be even Jar -Jar. before the movie came out. I know. Uh, <laughs> I fucked it apart. <laughs> Yeah. My space slug ate him. Uh, oh, oh, God. God. Uh, Broke edit. him to part. Please edit that. Uh, no. <laughs> no, that's the title of this week's episode. Are you killing I fucked him apart? <laughs> <laughs> My space slug? Okay, continue. Come on. I bought, like, one of those battle droids on, like, little okay. straps. Yeah. Bike thing. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I was like, I bought that, and I was like, uh, I Yeah. It's, okay. on my, it's on my desk. What do I do with it now? Yeah. And then I saw the movie, and then I was like, extra, just like, well, now I own this piece of garbage. I think like a friend's kid or something sure, like yeah. that. Because it was just really just, oh, I paid, like, I think I paid like seven bucks for that. It's weird to be so that's an one adult. Thing with, it, like, money. What, what's the inflation? That would probably be $10 now. That's what i Well, it's funny to, to think when you're an adult, and you still have these impulses, and you kind of have the discretionary income. It, it's maybe not so discretionary when you're talking about like some of the purchases we're talking about. Yeah. But it's like, you know, and then you just have to have the willpower or like the self-control and then you feel like an idiot for talking yourself out of spending $200 on a box of plastic bricks, you know? Just because part of it lights up. <laughs> Exactly. I'm so drawn to any Lego that lights up. I'm like, it's like a, it's like, it's like, it's like architecture. Did you, did it's you like back a... the LED bricks Kickstarter? That I forgot about that. We talked about it on the podcast. I don't think I actually yeah. backed it. Yeah, they're, uh, I keep thinking about that because I'm, I just finished a set where I wanted a part that lit up. Yeah, I was curious to see what it would look like in real life. I mean, I'm assuming it, like, it's, a, it was successfully launched, so it should be a retail product you can buy even without kickstarting it. It's so. more like, it's, it's gonna be available, but it's more like a lot of these, um, um uh, aftermarket parts where it's gonna be, because there are existing LED light kits for Lego, but they're yeah. all a little homebrew. Well, this is a little different because you had, like, these are bricks, actually, that, like, you, you build on top of mm -hmm. that are connected, like, through wires. Mm to like a power source basically you, you had neutral on. bricks yeah that could would be the conduit 
We backed this on Kickstarter. You'll see it eventually. How oh, much God. was it? Foley wait, learns a lot of things wait. that we backed in Kickstarter. When they <laughs> we show up. a lot of things on Kickstarter. I officially have over a hundred things that we've backed on Kickstarter. Did you know that? No. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> over, over, Yours many, is it called since honey, 2008. Honey. honey was it called Build-A-Pons? You're yes. so charitable. <laughs> With our money. With our money. <laughs> Portlandia last night, and there's an episode where <laughs> there's a skit was there where a consciousness raising yes, portion there was, of it. There's a skit where um where she asked him, she's like, "Would you, will you, will you jo- open a joint bank account with me?" And he's like, "Sure." And then the next day, she comes home and they have a hot tub in their front yard, and she he is not not employed. There's, there's there, yeah, there's this whole part where they're at the bank, and the woman's like, "I can't tell you no, but I will strongly advise you not to do this." And sure enough, the next day comes home with a hot tub. So fully, I'm just saying, be glad you haven't come home. I- just checked this Kickstarter. Uh, they're shipping in December 2015, and it's interesting. When you look up their Kickstarter page, it redirects you to where you can just flat-out pre-order these yeah. books. No longer join... Because the Kickstarter ended a couple months ago. Yeah. But now, yeah, pre-order $25 for the starter kit. Uh, uh, a $40... Like, how many? It comes with five uh, LED bricks. Yeah, it's all LED lights, too, which mm-hmm. kind of look like a little bright for my taste, kind of mm-hmm. that blue kind of light. Well, the thing is... That's why I'm curious to see what they look like in real life, like the production models. The nature stuff. of LEDs is that it all depends on what kind of diffuser you have around it. Yeah. So if you have like a red brick, it'll skew a little more red. And yeah. Like... yeah. They've got a $150 super bling build-upons kit with what comes with 35 light uh, LED Jesus bricks. Christ. Yeah, this is That's crazy. Nice. We should probably stop talking about Legos and start talking about anything what else. Is, what else? Hi. Literally anything else. What else is happening? Packs? We're missing packs right now uh yeah man a friend of ours on thursday oh yeah it offered us Very tickets sweet. to pax really yeah. and i had a oh, panic are attack. they not going to pax no they weren't able they're, to go at the last minute yeah they had so, animal, animal issues uh, well i guess in Portland you can do that because we're only three hours away so it S- could be and we're right on that edge of is it possible to drive to seattle of course it is you're still gonna have to find a place to stay dylan's parents i tried that once before and it didn't go Really? What'd you... Well, no, 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 no. They were just—they are adult humans with their own lives, yeah. and to say, "Hey, can we hang out this weekend?" Uh, is not—is not exact. It's kind of an imposition. Also, I have a um, like a genetic, like aversion to being a burden on people. I know that would be feeling. the worst thing possible. I just didn't want to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, just the idea of—I've had a really hard, shitty week at work, and the idea of at the last minute going to fucking pack without know. any planning, especially like if you don't nightmare. know what's there. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd be able to figure it out. I mean, it's a Fallout year and it's an Uncharted year, and there'd be stuff to see. Apparently, it's did you see the pit box? Did I see what? The they're coming out with a Fallout Four themed uh, Xbox. One. Yeah. Yeah. What? They're coming out with a... F- it's it's like our... Yeah, I got you guys our- a wedding gift a couple months too early. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's all That's good. That's not true. That's, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy our yeah. PAX phone. So anyway, yeah, PAX is going on this weekend. We'll talk about some news from the show later, I'm sure, in the Geek Week interview. Um, Bill, what have you been up to this week? Uh, So I bought Dishonored by accident. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so uh, E3 this year, just like uh, two months ago, they announced that they're going to come out with a uh, next generation remaster of okay. Dishonored, okay. which I was like, okay, well, uh, it's one of those things where they uh they uh announced it at e3 and i just just automatically just put a pre-order on amazon sure thinking, yeah well, that sounds cool i'll wait to see what the reviews are when it comes out to see if i still want it when the game comes out or sure. like what people are saying what the scuttlebutt is because they didn't have any details or anything they were just yeah. like okay this is coming out and so the game came out with no uh fanfare or anything no. like that yeah. well 
It turns out the publisher did not say anything about this remaster until it came out. From the moment it was announced and when it came out, no trailers, no screenshots, no nothing. To the hmm. point that I, I completely forgot this game was coming out until I got the uh, uh, shipping confirmation uh, like, from email, oh, uh, from email from Amazon saying, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I guess I just spent $40 on this Dishonored remastered. Yeah. So I went online to see what the scuttlebutt about it was, and everyone else is like, oh, yeah, my game shipped too. When is, when is, is it, was it Bethesda? Yeah. these games. Yeah. When is Bethesda kind of going to come out and say anything about like what's in this game, what's new, like how, yeah. wh- what's the frame rate, what's the resolution, yeah. are, are there any extra special features? Because it's yeah. a remaster. You, you think they would tell you like what right. what does the game benefit from a remaster? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Uh, so the game actually showed up a day early last. We showed up on Monday rather than Tuesday, uh-huh. and I was one of like only two pe- two or three people on the entire internet had gotten a free uh, a copy early mm-hmm. and so that like the three of us we were the only people in the world streaming it live on sure. PlayStation 4 via Twitch okay. just, and this is how everyone started finding out what the quality of the game was yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I was doing like a and a on NeoGAF about yeah. like oh yeah the game's only 30 frames per second and they were like yeah. are you sure this other person they're streaming it too and they're not quite sure what frame rate is I'm like I don't know what frame rate is I know it's not 60 frames per second yeah. so I'll go online and, and stream it and stuff yeah. and so it's not a bad port yeah, it just looks like the. It looks exactly, almost exactly like the old 360 version, like mm-hmm. the last gen, because it's like, because it like that's not the, like it's not like the last game looked that amazing to begin with. No. So everyone just assumed, well, at least you get higher frame rate, especially yeah. like in a stealth game yeah. where like action is so important. Like yeah. you think like a slightly smoother motion, and everything would be really benefit. No, I, I just assumed it was just a straight up. Here's a way you can play Dishonored. I guess on the Xbox version, there's a lot of screen tearing or something like that going on. So like, which Eesh. that's the one thing that's actually mm. worse than the original version but the PlayStation 4, it's not a bad port. It's just there's yeah. absolutely nothing new about it yeah. in terms of the graphics or anything Bethesda's like that. Bethesda's just like, shh, Fallout that, 4. That's why, well, this is why. No, yeah. Well, no. Hush, I mean, hush, I, babies. Hush, babies. But it's like, yeah, just like pre- taking their finger, just pressing it to your lips. Like, I'm, sure gonna I'm sure they're going to come out. I'm sure they're going to come out with like a special Dishonored 2 edition that comes bundled with this. Uh, or maybe that'll be a free download with Dishonored 2. This will be the free game you get for like gaming with gold or PlayStation Plus the month before Dishonored yeah, 2. Yeah, I, I just yeah. assume this was like a marketing ploy for Dishonored 2. So it was a little bad. The internet was supposed to, but it was funny that like I was like one of the only Way people to go, in the whole world who had the game and I was one of the people to break it through the internet. Yeah, guys, it's only 30 frames per second. Textures don't look much better. Yeah. Um... Uh, the the heart talks to you through the PlayStation 4 controller. That's cool. Bills, I love that you're basically the reviewer on this. I was, because no one <laughs> yeah. reviewed it. They didn't no see one that. talked about it. Yeah. No review copies, no nothing. Yeah. And so they had to wait for like the couple people who got it like online early yeah. to like talk Oops. about it online. So That's yeah, crazy. I got to be like a little bit of a dishonored celebrity for that one night. And technically I was breaking embargo because I was streaming a couple hours before it would have unlocked oh, like on, on Steam or on PlayStation 4. Bill, you're so Bill. sneaky. Breaking the law. You're rebel. I know. Mm-hmm. I I feel so. It's real hot. I'm a Star Wars because I'm a rebel. You are a Star Wars, Bill. You are. <laughs> so it's not bad. So that's why, yeah. but even though there's other games coming out this week, uh, that's what I was like, even before we started recording, I was like, do you guys want to borrow Dishonored? Because I don't know what I'm going to do with I would want to replay Dishonored right before Dishonored 2 comes yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Like so, yeah. I was thinking about it for $10. Yeah, yeah exactly. Free. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, yeah. I was so thinking I just about... just donated 30 bucks to Bethesda well, for, you know. yeah. I was thinking, the one thing I do like about Dishonored, and I kind of want to go back and revisit, is I like its relationship with Faith. Because you're kind of talking to God during Spoilers the whole game. Spoilers for Dishonored? Oh, yeah. are you talking? Wait, how are you talking to God? 
He's he's the the whatever the fuck <laughs> is <laughs> the dark prince or whatever is the narrator. Oh, of the fucking the, game. yeah, the, oh. the he's black like, haired. Hello, he, whatever Corbin. his name is, I can't remember now. But he's like he's a god. He's like, gonna give you your say, powers. Did you say Corbin? Isn't that the guy's name? Corvo. Like, Corvo. His name Corbin Burnson was like <laughs> on like an eighties TV show. <laughs> see, I went to Corbin. You never see what he looks like, so he could take off his mask. Each their own. Yeah. La la whatever the la la theme. He also played Q on an episode of Q. Like singing LA Law, whatever the LA Law is. It's really good. The only game I played this week was, um, like I said, work was really busy and I didn't have much free time to myself, but uh, I did play some more Shadowrun Hong Kong. I'm enjoying the hell out of that game. You liking it better than the last one? Uh, I I like it as much as Dragonfall. Okay, because Dylan's hot take was she prefers Dragonfall. Uh, she would. I would believe that. No, 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 no. Wow, that's no. damning. No, 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 no. I mean, like, with the cast of characters you there. When you said you were like, <laughs> no, no, you, the characters you, in. You sucked your teeth and didn't get picked up on the mic, but you were the all like. The characters in Dragonfall <laughs> are Dylan bait. And to the most part, they are from, they're really for me, too. What I really like about this game is your connection to the game and your connection to the people in it. And I like the MacGuffin a little more. You're just like Duncan Wu. Yeah. I do like Duncan Wu. He's your brother, and I like his relationship with the protagonist, and that that gives you a buy-in. That it's not just you're trying to prevent a place from being destroyed, or yeah. you're trying to save the world. It's not quite as grand. It's like you're there, this... you're reconnecting with your brother, and um, yeah. uh, trying to avenge the death and investigate the death of your father figure. Interesting. You guys like to play games together. How are you watching fully? Are you watching any play? Because it's a it's PC game, so uh, PC games. We are don't you just play hearing together. in the background? Well, uh, hey, Duncan, what are you? The, uh, well, that doesn't happen because it's a Shadowrun game. I mean, it's all text. It's all text. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there's just like PC well, unless Annie's like talking out loud to the computer. Hey, Duncan. Soothing sounds. There's okay. just yeah. it's like it's kind of like you playing Fallout Shelter. Yeah. Um. No, but it's it. Yeah. Did you hear that? In I bed? gave you my laptop. Yeah. Yeah, Foley is very sweet. I've been too stressed. Like, uh, so work. I go to work all day, and I've had to work like ten to twelve hour days this week. Then I come home and work some more, mm-hmm. and I don't want to fucking sit at my desk and stare at a computer anymore. Yeah. So Foley very sweetly let me borrow her laptop, and I've been playing in bed. Oh, that's right, because I forgot you've got like the iMac, so you've got like a sit down. You can't just like lay in bed and play. With yeah, your, I have a, with your yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, oh, so you're super sweet. But then Foley, Foley has to put up in the only bed thing that with would the make me better is if I gave made her pizza and gave her blowjob. That would be ideal. Like, if that doesn't already facilitate that. Sometimes. Well, like during playing Shadowrun. Yeah, if I could just, you so know. What, Sunday night, what else are you going to do? <laughs> no, that's right. You got to figure it out. A yeah. beer, a pizza. And then she goes, and stop moving because the laptop's on my back. <laughs> exactly. Stop. Um, yeah, but I, I'm really enjoying Hong Kong. Like yeah, I said, I, cool. I like I like your relationship with it. I'm kind of sad because it's probably going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be the last Shadowrun game for those folks because they're moving on. They're, they have a new game called, I believe, Necropolis that's coming out soon. They've announced their next Kickstarter is going to be for a Battletech reboot. And uh, I'm hoping that the, one of the dudes who's at the studio is one of the dudes behind Crimson Skies. So I'm hoping if, if eventually we'll get a Crimson Skies RPG out of all this. Mm. That'd be weird because Crimson Skies, the whole point is it's an aerial action game. Well, that was the point of the video game. Yeah. There was a board game. Oh, so it was a, so it was already like not, already not like an action game roots for that series to begin with. I feel like am I an idiot? I can't remember which came first. It was the Crimson Skies game first. Chicken or the egg? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I mean, chicken. I I would be because I really I'm a dip. I really <laughs> did like the world of Crimson Skies, and I'd like to explore. No, it was, it was a good game. World, it was one of the so. best Xbox One games. Um, Is that why Sky Captain World of Tomorrow made you so sad? 
Yes. Have you seen that fully? It's a hot dump of a movie. <laughs> it is so, a fucking smoking see. ruin of, of potential. Oh, God. Uh, I played the Mega Man the Legacy Collection, which is yeah. uh, it's for PlayStation. Well, I guess it's for all the consoles and mm-hmm. even for PC right now. Uh, it's just a, a collection of the first uh, six 8-bit Nintendo Mega Man games. Nice. Yeah. It's really nice. I like, I'm like this close to beating Mega Man 2, which is the first best Mega Man game, even though it's okay. called Mega Man 2. I pretend no other Mega Man games exist. I so essentially, said, I spent $15 on this whole six-game collection to play one fucking game I've already played a thousand times before. But it looks good. It sounds okay. good. Um, Craig Thompson's new book came out this week. Oh, yeah. You guys heard about Craig Thompson? What's it about? It's called Space Dumplings. It is a very... <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> well, Craig Thompson, he has two two modes. Craig Thompson, yep. he has the blankets, kind of fey, kind uh-huh. of like sad. Craig Thompson, uh-huh. sad. Uh, Which yeah. I should, because I love Craig. Craig, space, yeah. Craig. Okay, Space Dumplings? This is Craig that... and his goofy kitty cartoon mode. Okay, so, but Space Dumplings should just be made by Chris Baldwin. <laughs> That's actually a good point, yeah. <laughs> so, it's prefaced, I guess, uh, there's a quote at the beginning of the book from Moby Dick that says something about how on the whaling ship mm-hmm. that's chasing Moby Dick, they eat dumplings. And they talk about how hard and hearty this, the dumplings mm. are, and they're, like, more fortifying than they look. Sure. And I guess that's a metaphor for the characters in this book. Okay. The main character is this girl who lives in a space uh, trailer park with her parents. Her, her dad is a deep space uh, salvage guy. Hot. He just runs around collecting garbage. And her mom is a seamstress. Mm-hmm. What are you guys looking up? Oh, I I'm just found the cover. at the cover. Oh, for Space I'm Dumplings? at her dad. Uh-huh. It's, oh, yeah, it's full color, too. Her, her dad's full of Space Dumplings. Yeah, no, he looks like he should be playing. Who does the voice of uh, Bender? John DiMaggio? Oh, yeah, yeah, When yeah. I read the book, I totally imagine John DiMaggio because he's a yep. big red hair guy. Yep. Like, yeah, he's a big lumberjack guy. Uh, mm. So, yeah, he's a deep space salvager, and yeah. in deep space, there's a bunch of, like, monsters floating around in space. It's not like, it's not like supposed to take place in like earth's future okay it's just like everyone's just floating in space you don't know what happened to earth or where everyone came from but everyone's just like floating around yeah and so he's a deep space salvager and his ship gets attacked by a whale and so i've only gotten the halfway through the book but it seems that is if he gets swallowed by the whale uh-huh. and his daughter who's the main character she decides she has to steal a spaceship and go rescue She's him. Gotta go get him and so she she and her bodies are the kind of the space dumplings they have not sat down and said hey we are space dumplings <laughs> we are space dumplings but the insinuation the is that they are the hard hardier we and they look kind of people. The space dumplings okay. is us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we, to get, we don't understand how how digestion works. <laughs> we got to get dad out of that space. Oh, and so in the midst of this, what makes her search for her dad, who's been swallowed by a well, even okay. extra challenging? This I love Craig because, like I said, Craig can do like kind of the either like very sincere fake kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or he can do like the really gross kid stuff. Okay. Um. So the entire outer space community has been. Uh, Largely devastated by a diarrhea, a space whale diarrhea storm. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So he, she has to weather the space no. whale diarrhea storm nope. to go find her father. No, no, thank you. Wow. It's, it's green, though. At least the poop wow. is green. So. Wow. Wow, that doesn't make it That's better. That's so much better. <laughs> not like baby shit Some, green, somebody, but it's like cartoony I think slime. the problem is that I'm not cam. even a tiny bit an eight year old boy, so yeah. this. It's not for me. But that's hey, good. I'm glad that Craig is doing My favorite thing is Craig Thompson will draw like you little fat little monster characters that are always like that with like one big, big buck tooth. Mm-hmm. And that's one. Of, he has another one of those characters in this yeah. thing too. Yeah. So it's good. It's cute. It's, 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 yeah. Yeah. Space Dumplings. Space Dumplings. Check it out. It's full color. It's pretty. Uh-huh. God damn it. Bill, tell me about the Mega Man Legacy Collection. He, he talked about it. Did you? Did it bounce right off of me? You're so just like. <laughs> oh my god! Do I hear that little about the Mega Man? I have a bad memory. I, I know. Talk. That's really bad. So it's good that I was Bill, here. I'm sorry. Bill, That's really not acceptable. Hold on. Hold on. Eddie, shush. 
Bill, I listened to you. I know. And yeah, I heard you. What? And we you talked about Mega Man. When she said that was like incredulous. <laughs> I oh, feel really move, bad. Move, I'm okay, sorry. Move move on. On. You guys have watched all Great British Bake Off, right? You're all oh, caught up in no. everything. No. You, you sent us Well, that. not the new you, season, but like with the old seasons up yeah, until that have aired until now. Josh and Baharna, we're still catching up on the old seasons. We just this week finished season three. Yes. The ending of which was bullshit. Refresh, of course, spoil... Uh, should we spoil Great British Bake Off? I mean, we have a million times. Okay, so Great British Bake Off, season three ends... Season three is the boys. It, it ends it's up being the, the boys. It's the all-male finale. Yes, it's the all-boy finale. It's James, who looks like... Oh. He's crossed between Harry Potter and Ron and Weasley. He's got yeah. big, chunky glasses, like a little bit of goatee. He's, he's like a, 22. He's, he's, he's a baby. A, he's a sweetie Scott. Yeah. He's a total cutie. He wears the sweetest jumpers. And for and the whole series, he's totally he's a the, scientist. Yeah. Like, and he he's like, shit. he's totally making crazy risks yeah. and throwing out crazy flavor yep. combinations, like yeah. yep. chili, lime, macaroons, oh. and stuff like that. Stuff yeah. where, like, every time Paul Hollywood's just like, the fuck are you making? And, and then like, he eats mm. it and he's like, oh shit, this is actually fucking good. Yeah, really good. <laughs> Consistent throughout the whole yeah. series. Yeah. Then there's the gay guy, Brendan, who's very uh, sweet and genteel, like seven-year-old guy who's he's like a like uh, half-retired I've, banker or something. I've never liked Brendan. Really? I like I don't so know. He's so wound up at the end, though, where he's like, I'm here and I'm going, I, I, I'm not here to lose. Yeah. Yeah, no. he's very much like, this he's really maybe I like him more whole... now, but like man, the first time I watched through, I was yeah. like, we yeah, thought well, he was a love time. We're kind of like, yeah, but we kind. The other one is John. Yeah, John who cut his finger, who d- had a problem and had the glove on. It was the most disgusting thing I'd he ever seen. Fucked his way up into the finale. He wasn't really terrible, did. but he was pretty inconsistent but throughout the whole I series. Feel, I feel like yeah, I feel like he was inconsistent, but I feel like some of the things that he did were really, really, really phenomenal. Yeah, and he, then he did do up some real great stuff. Hard stuff. That's the thing, because he would yeah. sometimes race down the highway at sixty miles per hour, then run over a cat. That's what happens when you try to fuck the sun. Yeah. You burn your wings off. You burn your dick off and your wigs. You got fucking Roman candle cock there for a couple minutes. So yeah. So the person who won that series was not who I would have chosen. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but we're still... That was the one time we've watched it and all three of us were kind of like, I don't know if they made the right call there. All the, because, spoilers for uh, British Bake Off Season 3, John wins. Mm-hmm. Not James, one who seems... John fucks... Oh, James fucks up totally royal. It's one of those things I, where technically the guy who won did the best in the final round. Right, right. But and that's, consistently that's over the course of the entire series, he was yeah. the weakest guy. I would say that... I would say yeah. that, I think that they had a hard time deciding, too. Yeah, well, yeah. You can see they that they're a really hard little... time deciding. Um, but I will tell you that of the three of them, uh, James has the better post-bake-off situation he got books yeah he has multiple books and they're all fantastic i and saw on amazon he, brilliant baking yeah. added to my wish list yeah no he's and his books are great and his ideas are really awesome so i, I feel like he came out of it a little strong it seems like he's gonna buy the br- uh, brightest future if yeah. only just because brendan's gonna be dead in 10 years well, <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's be honest and john oh, really john, wow. john did well but he's not like wow. yeah. also he has a law degree to fall back on so that's, there you a, go. that's the other thing well that fucking uh, James is a fucking doctor or something. Like he's trying that's to be true. a medical That's true. That's true. He is. He's yeah, so trained to be a doctor. Technically, all those guys were well off. They could have all nah. been murdered on the set, and they would have been okay. <laughs> so season season, season <laughs> two ghosts. Was, season two was all ladies, right? And that yeah, had, that's my, the that thing. had my girlfriend Joe. Which one was Joe? She was the mom. Because there was a chubby lady. She's the one that won. Okay. Spoilers yeah, yeah, yeah. again. Which is <laughs> always fine too. Okay, we okay. were rooting for the chubby lady, who a little more lower class. Oh, like, she was amazing too. All of them were great. Yeah. Okay. So now we just started season four. Uh huh. And this is the moment where, like, I know I've come for a full circle right. Hakuna Matata circle of life. <laughs> right, right. Because the first time I looked up, Googled the uh, Great British Bake Off, uh-huh. there are all these pictures of this lady 
who I was like, who the hell is this lady named Ruby? Ruby! Super hot Ruby. lady. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she's attractive. I wonder yeah. when she's going to show up on this show. Now she showed up on the show. Yeah. Now I'm like, how you doing? Yeah, no, Ruby is fantastic. Yeah. And really super talented. I actually follow her. Um, she's one of the very few Bake Off people. I only follow... Chetna. Actually, I only follow Chetna and Ruby. Okay. Um, and Ruby. You follow really... the hot ladies. Well, I follow the ones where I was most intrigued by, um, who have a good Twitter presence and who oh, okay, I, I was yeah. most intrigued by actually how they bake. And they're very cute and they use their Twitter really well. She she does a lot of writing for the Guardian um, food thing. And she's really like... See, that's what... So she's this a really interesting, thing, interesting person. Because Ruby too. kept on popping up because, well, she's also the most attractive person. She looks like a model. She's pretty. She's she's, she's really, goddamn she's really, striking she's really looking. Pretty. We were watching it yeah. last night, and we'll, the whole first episode, we're like, God damn, all of us. There's yeah. three different people with three yeah. different like <laughs> sexual preferences all going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, That's uh. very funny. Um, so, but when I first looked up a Great British Bake Off, I guess there was it was still at the tail end of, there were suspicions that she had been banging Paul Hollywood, one of the judges. Yeah, and then. And. Do you know, do you know the, the aftermath that's of the that? T- again, this is the, the first thing I ever read about Great British Bake Off. Because this, I think I just happened to be looking up Great British Bake Off right when she came out. Yeah. yeah as lesbian. Yeah. And she was basically so. like, yeah, no, not so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah, her, I, well, I saw the day that she, I, I was actually, like, the day that she actually came out was, yeah. was, was the, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was it, was, it was not that long ago. Um, and like, so, it's interesting, because, like, I'm watching, so I'm watching the series now with, through the lenses of someone who knows that she was suspected of only succeeding through the series right. as far as she did, through the, through the benefit of Paula Hollywood, like, giving her favors, because I guess supposedly he had a crush on her. Mm-hmm. And I kind of see it, she fucks up real bad in the first two episodes. She does, but I feel like there are, there are a lot of, well, let's go back, let's go back to season two. Yeah. There's Rob. Pretty Rob. I can't Rob believe. fucking drops his cake, and Paul's like, pick it up, I'm gonna eat it. And, like, and, and he's still on there for a bunch longer. Um, Sometimes people fuck up, and I think that they see enough potential in them that they give them a If you're pretty enough, you can stay on the show. This is... Yeah. If Mary Berry this, goes, this is one thinks thing. about you. This is, this is gonna be another point. So, <laughs> season four. Uh, another contestant named Toby. Uh-huh. He's a white guy. Uh-huh. Mid-30s. Mm-hmm. Real schlub. Uh-huh. He shows up like he just slept under a bridge for the first episode. <laughs> he really does. He's yeah. got, like, he's got jeans and, like, someone shows up like, sweatpants. And, like, I mean... Like... <laughs> Toby ain't got He's no not name. shaved. His hair no. is just all over it the place. No. Mm. His sob story is his mom just died of cancer. Oh, he's right, living yeah. with his, his elderly dad. Yeah. And he's cooking, and one of the first things <sighs> he bakes, he accidentally swatches us... Uh, swaps the sugar for salt. Oh, it's real bad. And so he puts like four cups of salt into this <gasps> it's thing. It's real bad. Oh, and I he shows up to Paul Hollywood and Paul Hollywood he goes, oh, Paul Hollywood spits it out right in his head the fast. It's fucking hilarious. I mean, well, that would be nasty. Mary Berry then points out the fact that John, the guy who won in the previous Accidentally season, that's what things. he did in one of his first yeah. episodes. So she, yeah. so she says like, hey, someone's done this before in the past and they yeah. won. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't an instant kill, but yeah. it doesn't look good. They still bump him anyway. Yeah. And we're like, buddy, Toby's a schmuck and John was attractive. Yeah. And me, me and uh, Bahar was like, fuck Toby. He needs yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. If he, he can't fucking cook. Yeah. Me and, Bahar, me and Jojo being middle, you know, like you know, like 30 year old you know, guys are just like, we like that schlubby guy. Yeah. We want him to stay, but he got booted off so quick. Oh, yeah. But I did look him up on Twitter. We're like, dear Toby. A bu- me and a bunch of uh, Yank friends, we were just catching up. Great British Breakoff. We just saw the episode. You got kicked off. We think that was bullshit. We love you so much. The end. And he, then he was like, oh, thank you guys. I thought that was bullshit too, but I had great fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny to be 
watching a reality <laughs> cooking show yeah. and be able to like, oh, I wonder if that person's on Twitter. I can, inter- and, like, I can interact them right with them. that. Yeah. And five minutes later, they tweet back at you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that was yeah. It's oh, really sweet. Gosh. Yeah, hence you can follow Ruby. You can follow mm-hmm. Chetna. Yeah, so yeah. it was yeah. Yeah. poor Toby, man. Oh, man. Oh. So. He looked like a bad side. Does his hair sticking up a little bit? It was interesting. Yeah. He's having a time. I mean, I've putting four cups of salt into something that requires four <laughs> like, cups of salt. that is a lot. How do you? Duh, duh. But, like, doing that as opposed to what what John did was dust something with salt. And, yeah. like, that's, that's, that's you not, have like, to sit down. I made, I made this with ocean. Thing. You think it would smell it after <laughs> from, yeah, It's a different texture. Like, yeah, that is pretty I don't know, man. Yeah. Oof. Oof, oof, oof. But, yeah, Ruby, how do you know? <laughs> She's right. Um, she's feisty. Oh, boy. But yeah, and I'm also watching the new series that's happening right now, too. Yeah. So, did you guys get the episodes? We did, but our our internet was down. Yeah, for our like internet. Most of yesterday. Like, you can give it to us today if you want. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Oh, Bake Off. So, in summation, for the 80 billionth time from the Boy Howdy podcast to you, watch The Great British Bake Off here it's in America cool. called The Great British Bake Off. Even though we spoiled it, just, it's not even about who wins as no. much as it's just so gentle it's the and so. It is the uh, closest thing to meditation you can get yeah. on television right now. Did you? Sue Perkins, one of the hosts she was looking for meditation apps mm-hmm. so i like i saw you. you i saw you linked me in but i looked at the conversation there are already eight thousand. i knew responses. but i also just wanted to show you that this sue perkins has a twitter account that yeah. was more about it than anything <laughs> i know so. sue perkins got a twitter account she, she's got a, she's got a book coming out in the next that's nice weeks called spectacles that's nice and the, oh, that's the cover cute. is just her hair and the glasses that's cute yeah. like, i will read that and go i just want to watch her make out with rachel maddow <laughs> That's why not. Oh God! That's like looking into a mirror. I mean, like, like... I mean, I mean, that would be amazing. <laughs> I wonder if Sue Perkins is like after like Ruby came out. She's like, damn. <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy. Uh, or, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> they make a smart speaking book of, singularity. Speaking of homoerotic. Uh oh. Yes. Homoerotic things is it over? and food. Uh huh. Hannibal uh, officially other? ended last oh my night. God. Uh, we just watched spoilers the finale no spoilers? this week. I don't care. You I can be obli- I mean, fucking Hannibal. I will say this. This season has done amazing things in that there's always been a subtext to Will and Hannibal's yeah. relationship. Yeah, you said the last couple episodes have made it more, like, Well, a couple it episodes literal. back. It's not subtext. It's Jillian text. Anderson looks at Hannibal, or at, at Will Graham, and, and, and well, or no, Will Graham asks, like, are, Will is, asks is, he, is he in love like, with me? Is he in love with me? And she basically says, Adore. in a very erudite way, what? If, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Adore. Yeah. yeah. And then and then like there's this whole scene in the sixth episode where it's like where Will is like you only let yourself be arrested so I could know where to find you. And Hannah was like, is this nice to see me? And Will goes up and puts his hand in the glass like goodbye and walks away forever. And it's great is that then <sighs> of like ten minutes later, of course, they realize they need Hannibal's help. And the best, it's actually the arguably the best part of all of Hannibal is Will Graham goes back to Mads Mikkelsen and Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> says to him, I believe what you did just now was referred to as a mic drop. <laughs> and now you have to pick up the microphone. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell just happened, TV show? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. The, I, I, I will. Hannibal's so not good. <laughs> Hannibal, Hannibal is the worst, but it's, 
It's also, it's the classy worst. It is like it's, the hottest. It's the Lady Gaga TV shows, right? It, 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 it's, 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 but like, like, it's like, it's like a third year art, like poetry major. Anytime Jillian yeah. Anderson and Will Graham are talking, it's like they talk very precisely yeah. and with great gravity in complete meow, paragraphs. Meow. <laughs> you want to straight everything to say for meows? Meow, meow, meow. meow. But it's, it's over. It's that, that, that was the finale. The last. It was good. There was a climactic scene, and I used the word climactic literally, as did the show. Uh, there was a murder, appropriately, a climactic murder, uh-huh. and they had. Uh, I'll just speak in spoilers. Will and Hannibal co kill the serial killer that they've been dealing with this whole season. Oh, they uh-huh. kill the Hobbit. They kill the Hobbit, and the music they use during this very violent, very yeah. visceral fight scene is sex music. Yeah. It is just not even. I mean, this is the, not it's them even, doing it. It's them doing it. It is not even a metaphor anymore. It is not yeah. even subtext. There is sex music that plays during what? this. They embrace tenderly in the sunset. No, it's a moon. And almost kiss. Yeah. Like, that is, I'm not kidding. Is that like the last image of the show? Will gets gets penetrated a lot. Will gets penetrated a lot. They both get penetrated a lot during the scene with Lambs. Oh, because I know Will's supposed to get, like, scarred fuck. Like, his face is supposed to, like, I guess in Silence and Lambs, they they describe Will's face as looking like a Picasso painting because he's been so stabbed up. Alan Bloom Bloom also isn't a a lesbian woman, either. But, like, in terms of, like, destiny, what should happen. That is is true. So they, 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 they stab each other? They kill this dude to death. Embrace in the moonlight. Fall on knives. The moonlight, and then throw themselves into the sea. That is the last shot of Hannibal. I really spoil Hannibal. I'm sorry, any of y'all who did. They literally throw them. They embrace after the sex music and tenderly staring into each other's eyes and throw themselves into the thrashing foam. And and, and Will was like, Will was like, it was good for me. (laughs) And then they they tumble over. Seriously, a lot of Bloom chasing them in like a little straw hat. With like like an Indian tra- tractor. No, 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 they do not pull a Butch Cassidy and Sundance kid no. thing. Yeah, but none that, of that. That would actually kind of look cute. It's I want to commission Claire Hummel to draw. <laughs> no, Claire no, is too busy escaping with her wife and child on a helicopter, knowing that Hannibal is on the loose because yeah. the safest place to be is in the air. <laughs> <laughs> She needs to like go sky captain. Uh, does she wait? So did you misspeak or does she actually have a wife and child? She, she has a wife and child. Yeah. Helen Devernos character has a wife and child. Yeah. A lot she's, of Bloom marries. She's Bonnie Margo. Margot Verger. Margo Verger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, P.S. Also, did they both have pig babies or something? We, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I told you about their sex. They had pig babies. They had, they had kaleidoscopic sex. There was a. There, they had a baby together. They had Martin, whatever. His I name, think that's just the sex. The, the, the sex didn't. Oh, the didn't sex produce the worst sex. Sex. It was well, bad. You read all the books. You know everything yeah, about the yeah. books. Yeah. Yeah. This is not. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> some liberties. There's but anyway, it was really impressive how homoerotic they let the show. Because the original book of the the Hobbit ends with the guy, Homer the character Hyde? played by Dollar Hyde. Yeah, uh-huh. touching dicks. It's, it's, it's <laughs> him and Bilbo stabbing each other and fucking themselves and throwing each other off a cliff. It's just, I'm serious. I cannot get over how... I'm glad they actually made that erotic to see. I mean, they just, they I owned mean, it. Yeah. yeah, you're like NBC. They entirely Thanks. owned it. They're like, we're out, so we may as well so just So this is the dark mirror of the end of Korra? 
Or the two guys that <laughs> are holding hands yes. and go off. Like, yes, actually. Because they don't make it explicit, but they go right up to that moment oh, and then cut it off. Yeah. It was kind of great because the sex music is playing and they're standing in this cliff. They stare <laughs> deeply into each other's eyes. Sex music? And they throw themselves off the cliff and you're just watching this Stupid. going, what the fuck? And like, just like credits start appearing over this vision as it as it fades out. I was chanting kiss. kiss <laughs> well, kiss. They, they didn't kiss, but they didn't not kiss. Like, no, no, it no, was, that was like the most Aww. kissing you can do without actually touching. They're fucking with their eyes. It was like real, and it was like, it was 100% romantic. What? It was yeah. intense. Just a well, so here's the thing. Oh, Matrix is like, I made a huge mistake, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, so, uh, say, it's so laser focused on those two characters and like, well, else would just fall it's, away. It's machinations yeah. upon machinations at yeah, the end. Okay. But the very last shot, so before Will Graham is like, oh, we're gonna catch Dollar Hyde and part of our plan involves letting Hannibal escape. Yeah. He goes to tell Bedelia, Jillian Anderson, because he's like, I just want to warn you that we're gonna let Hannibal loose and she's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> she's like, she, she is a Muppet Babies. Who's the adult who looks after everyone? <laughs> she's the one. Uh, Everyone's the Mama like Baby. And she's like the only well, one that she's, she's like, what the are you doing? Is, it's like she's the, the lady on Muppet Babies, but she has no upper half because Hannibal cooked it and fed it to her. <laughs> <laughs> because of course she knows that Hannibal is going to come and eat her right off. Because Hannibal yeah. told her immediately. He's like, the first thing I do first on my said, trip when I'm free. He's like, you look delicious. He's gonna if you're going to eat anyone, you. that's not the worst person to eat. No. So the show yeah. credits roll, credits roll and you're just like, what the fuck, Hannibal? Alright, okay, way to own it. And then the very last shot, because of course the stinger, is you see Bedelia oh, in this good. insane dress. Oh. Like really good, really like oh. deep. She dressed like a ham? How? I want to stop. <laughs> yes. I, I want to I stop one second. How? Because oh. Scully was cute. Yeah. Jillian Anderson is a cutie. She's always been a cutie. Yeah. yeah. How is she 50-something years old? Yeah. And every year that passes, she gets hotter You should see hotter. There's a really cute. fucked up painting in her attic. That's what it is. There's a super <laughs> fucked up painting in her attic. Really? She's baby face. <laughs> I don't... It's, it's not old. Just, like, looks really young. <laughs> the, dress, the dress she's in plunges so low. And there's it a shot. almost, like, like belly her, button. Her belly button. Yeah. And the camera moves around her. You and you see, see like, the, the swell perfect her, swell of her breast. And it's, it's you're really like, good. Well, it's and obvious, because that's the whole, yeah. And you're... you're and you're, it's, mm. like, it's a very deliberately, like, she is, like, it being served up sexually. And, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. Hannibal meets sex, body, flesh, that whole, like, kind of thing. it's panning up. It's panning up. And Annie's like... What's happening? And 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 there's this thing, and then you're like, I'm like, oh, that's her, that's her leg. Well, no, hold on. Before even that, I see that she's sitting there, and there are two glasses, and I'm like, oh, she knows that Hannibal is coming for her. Is she waiting for Hannibal? Yeah. And I thought for a minute, there, I'm like, how hilarious would it be if she's sitting there, like Hannibal's gonna come for her? He's like, no, he's too busy butt fucking his boyfriend. At the <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like she's <laughs> marinating herself in Italian dressing. She's bought twelve cases, and yeah. she's like, I might as well make myself taste good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, is she literally waiting well, that's for like Hannibal? She's giving up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. You see and pull out, and no, there is a, a a thing on the table that's all dressed and cooked, and like, oh, it's like some sort of meat thing. I'm like, oh, that's a leg. Yeah. Oh, that's Jillian Anderson's leg. And I'm watching this. I'm like, did she cut off her own leg and prep her? She naked like, on the it? table? No, no, no she, she you, cut when, off her leg. When it pans, like, it the, is... the dress has a slit, and when they pan down, her the she's amputated. 
Like like above the knee. Yeah. She just by herself. She cut off her own leg. Well, no, it. it's no. not. It's, it's, ambiguous it's ambiguous because you see, it's deliberately ambiguous. Because yeah. why? Well, it sounds like maybe kind of like another visionary thing where it's just like, yeah, maybe you're not supposed to take it literal. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, dude. They pull mm-hmm. out and it's like a table that's like served for two. Well, fully is it cooked or three? That it's for three. It's set for three because uh, it's Will Graham. Well, and... so it's like, oh, what happened? Wait, is she gonna be the third? Well, she's sitting at the table. Yeah, she's sitting. But at she table. only got she's one at leg. The head of the table. Well, yeah, but she doesn't. You don't need two legs to sit. <laughs> she's at got a table, bunch. Of, it's her own cooked leg on the table. Yeah, it's delish. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a there's a moment. I guess where, I already did that with the one guy who's mm, being forced fed. And she's just stuff. sitting there with her hands holding her lap. That's so it's like either class, you read it you know as what? that makes her officially the classiest lady ever in anything. If she's like, okay, I'm nicely dressed with my own leg that I cooked, yeah, see, waiting for my dinner guests. Either you read it as she is just serving herself up for Hannibal because she knows there's no winning, uh-huh. or you read it as an epilogue like now Will and Hannibal are off on their gay murder crew. <laughs> and she's left high and dry. What look at what she just sacrificed well, or, herself or to or be part of the game? Her. And the implication is that that. That it's part of she's was, was like, she a character that, that would live in the future books man i cannot that i cannot remember because he gender swapped so many yeah exactly yeah, I, it's, I, it's, I don't, and if you I haven't don't read know. it recently too yeah it's been it's been a, it's been a bunch of years that is fucking crazy so yeah, it's like i so the thing about hannibal is that hannibal was at its worst when it was spinning its wheels and wasting yeah. time and uh, there was that's, a lot. So that's of that. why season two, I yeah, kind of, I a fell lot away. Of yeah. that. And it was really this episode was so satisfying because there was not a second that was anything. There's a scene where a bunch of people just sit. Where you have you have um, you have uh, Lawrence Fishburne yeah. and Carolyn Verna and uh, Will Graham. I can't remember his actual human name because I don't respect him. <laughs> Hugh Dancy. Hugh Dancy sitting Good in a room Lord. and they just look at each other and go, "So we're gonna kill Hannibal." Yeah, we're gonna kill Hannibal, right? Finally, and it's like. Like, it was so kind of cathartic. Just have everybody sit down. It's like, we're not playing games. We're not, you know, games within games. It's like, no, well, of course there are. But I mean, like, we're all just going to look at each other and say, we're going to fucking murder this did they, have, did they have the Asian sliced up lady in the background saying, Aww, yeah, kill her. I, I miss Hedian Park. Park. That, that kind of killed part they of had, for that ch- In the middle well, of season two, when the story-wise, it dude, was at its weakest, and then that happened. They did have a nice little Beverly, thing. I mean, Beverly Cats... Yeah. Like, yeah. I, mean, I do like Beverly Cats. The first one was like, "Fucking, he's eating people. Look at this." <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I, lo- I liked that at least. Um, anyway, man. Hannibal. See, Annie got, was a good time. Annie got pissed at me because we were talking about Hannibal before. I was saying it's pretty much trying what you said it more succinctly than I did. But I was talking about how. Uh, X Files looks more like X Files with every pa- she looks more like herself as more she like Julian Anderson. She, yeah, she looks looks it looks like she's coming into her ultimate. She, it is funny because when you look at like, early it's Julian like, it's Anderson, like ch- chiseling yeah. away at a statue, and yeah. you can finally see this is like where it's, yeah. she is one of the most phenomenally beautiful. I mean, I think that that's the thing that I'll miss the most, and because there is. There is nothing like Hannibal on television. For Hannibal, good and for ill. For good and for ill, there is nothing like Special, it at all. Special, like public broadcast, not public broadcast, but like, you well, know, like, like over like, the air, not like cable TV. or anything. Network like TV. Like yeah. There's nothing like, like NBC. It. Not even, I'm sorry, but like even something like if, if you're like, well, Dexter or something like that. No, 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 no. There's a richness and like an owning of that, that shitty art school mentality. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and there's nothing like it that, yeah. that mixed that... That didn't feel. I mean, I feel like it. Ne- Hannibal never felt the need to hold your hand. Nope. And 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 I kind of though that's can be pretentious at times. I really respect it yeah. because man, you just like I'm gonna drop you dead center in the middle of this fucked up world, and you're gonna sink or you're gonna swim, and you're gonna like it or you're gonna not. This and is the passing of a weird thing that should have, by all rights, never existed. Much less never for three 
seasons. It never should have existed. Yeah. And I do respect the fact that they knew that they were going out and that they're like, okay, we could do some cool shit. Yeah, God bless them. I actually, the shit with the shit with the Red Dragon was good. That was legitimately good. It was all good. The the his 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 exit strategy with Reba was weirdly convoluted, but I have no idea. But what that's you guys are I mean, but that's about. true to the fucking book, is it? That's true to the so book. So there's this so. blind woman that he's 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 oh you relationship with. It yeah. was really some of those beautiful parts of Hannibal with her. Yeah. His, the way he kind of tied up that loose thread was pretty silly. Pretty Better silly. to a dog on the full moon. Well, no. so he's he's standing. He he. he it was weird in the book too. I'll believe I mean, it. Like, yeah. I mean, there's no way to not do this weird. Yeah. So he he basically tests her, and he captures her, takes her back to his house, reveals himself as this killer, mm-hmm. and um, tests her, and he says, "Take the come up to me, take this key from around my neck. Don't fucking touch my face. Um, you know where the door is. Go to the door and lock the door and come back. Yeah." And don't try to run because I'll catch you. I got old school double key door. There was a really, it was a fucking skeleton key, like a novelty. Was it? Like a dollar skeleton key. I didn't. Like the one that opens like like half of all skeleton key locks, like that default one. I uh, I wasn't watching that because I was too busy making a breakfast. As a hardware nerd, I was offended by this. Yeah, I'm sorry. At least get a fucking ant. Did Corey Starling never show up or anything? No, they didn't give a suggestion or anything like that. He had said like like we'll get to Silence of the Lambs like season four. Yeah. Okay. So sad. So little. Yeah. So she goes to the door. I was talking about someone specifically. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Okay. Uh, You went off of the hardware tangent. I thought that was the end of the story. No, there's the whole. I'm explaining the scene. So he goes. She goes to the door. She unlocks it. She tries to escape. He's there. Push it back upstairs. Like I can't trust you. The dragon will want to eat you. Um, but I can't let him do that. So you're just gonna go with me. He fills the room with gasoline. Strikes a match. And the room starts going, and he's like, but I can't watch you burn. And then he has a shotgun, and he shoots himself in the head. And so she crawls forward through the through the gasoline and through the blood and everything, and touches his face that's all been blasted away. Because he she he made her put the key back around his neck. Yeah. And so she gets has to get the key and to she, escape. She gets out. So, of course, he's not actually dead. It was all an elaborate ruse. He had a bonus dead body around. He shot it in the face, and because he just wanted her to have to feel a dead body yeah. to con- verify that he died. This is all his big escape plan. So um, It's pretty complicated. Jer- Jerk-off motion. Jerk-off motion. But thank you, thank you, uh, I'm really glad Harris. she didn't die. I feel really bad for that lady. Oh, man, that lady. She had a bad time of it. Yeah. Woof. Most people Poor have Reba. a bad time of it. If you're not Will True. or Hannibal, in she should shows. try internet dating. Maybe she shouldn't. <laughs> I'm just saying. Clearly, she doesn't have the best. No, maybe have the she best should. Because like she had bad. With, there's like, a, there's a scene where she's talking to Will Graham and she's basically saying like, she's like, I should have known better. Like she's like, I have all these. I've trained myself not to, you know, be drawn to people who have. Uh, who basically want dependent relationships because as a blind person, it's so easy for me to be taken advantage of. And I thought yeah. I didn't have that here. And she didn't to yeah. some degree. It was just, she's like, she's basically like, I was so excited <gasps> that that wasn't an element to this, that I didn't see the danger. And it's just like, and Will Graham's basically like, sometimes you just want to fuck a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it just happens. You're like, Will, how's that consciousness raising feel? <laughs> Feels pretty good. Uh, anyway, Hannibal. Hannibal. I'll what miss else? you, Hannibal. Oh man. So... The biggest event of the week. Oh yeah, I 
was so distracted by the reason to actually be here. Yeah, I, I, talk about stuff. Well, I was so distracted by how homoerotic the climax of Hannibal was <laughs> that we watched like thirty minutes ago. That I am very distracted. This weekend, uh, my brother, my brother, and me came. We're gonna to talk town. about a far superior podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say. So here, let's take a moment. If you enjoy this podcast even a little bit, and you have never heard of my brother, my brother, me, delete Great. all traces of, of boy howdy on from the internet. I am continually surprised at the number of people who don't know boy uh, my brother, my mother, brother, brother yeah. versus yeah. the ones who do because there are people in the world who I know listen to po- comedy podcasts. I'll yeah. be like, oh yeah, you know my uh, bim bam, my brother, my brother, and they're, and they're like, what? what? And there are people in the world that are like, okay, there's this one, it's an advice podcast, and yeah. they're like, oh, my brother, brother, and I'm like, oh, you know who it is? Yeah. So it's like the people, like, yeah. maybe like an old lady might be like, oh, I know my brother, my brother, and maybe yeah. not that much, but you sure. know what I mean, but like the other people I, what I would expect would know who these guys are, they're like, what? It's I so... am, the secret shame, and not a secret, because I've talked about it before, is that I do not listen to podcasts, I just don't. But I listen uh, religiously to my brother, my brother, and me, and their Dragon uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast, The Adventure Zone. Adventure Zone, yeah. Uh, Which they run with bad. Yeah, it's really cute. So Mabim Bam are these three brothers who, so their chemistry is just top-notch, and their timing, they really understand each other's timing, not top-notch. And they're all different personalities, too, which I really like, too, because it's like, they play off each other, yeah. Exactly. And they just do advice. They answer questions from listeners, and they also have people submit questions they found on Yahoo Answers. Uh, and oh, uh, just God. riff on them. As far for as I know, this is the podcast that really week. kind of started the advice podcast. Interesting. Kind of like the stupid advice. Because you Dan Savage like five and stuff. Years. Well, Dan Savage is not stupid advice. No, no, no. I'm saying Dan Savage is real <laughs> advice. Yeah, yeah. Boy, like, because there's, there's a whole mini genre of podcasts now where they pretty much do Yahoo answers. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, stupid joke. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But Bim Bam does it best. And, yeah. they're, and they're just really funny. They well, have such good chemistry. Before. I love Griffin. Dylan and I were talking about before the show, one of the things we like too is like, it's not always just jokes, but sometimes they'll actually throw some real shit out there. No, yeah, exactly. And they proved this at the live show they had in Portland where yeah. they, uh, they, you know, did some Yahoo answers live on stage mm-hmm. and then they started taking questions for the audience and one guy one of the questions he got from somebody was um love my best friend but i'm gay and he just he's straight but like he found it his law lo- found out his like online girlfriend is is is, is a guy yeah. the guy's fucking up and they gave him really good advice they did him back be they a friend really yeah. you want to be his friend be his friend yeah give him I, I very least give him some space and stuff but like it was a legit it was still a it was, funny segment they yeah. still made it a funny segment but yeah. it was still they gave legitimately good ex- advice to this guy yeah. like don't i were like yeah that's 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 the beating heart of my brother my brother yeah. to be yeah. funny but also well, they, they get are, real they're not sarcastic, I, cynical assholes. What I like about it is that they're not comedians. Yeah. Like, you know, they're not like they are they're funny. They're trying always trying to goof each other and make each other yeah. laugh. Like that obviously yeah. is the goal is to make each other laugh. But they know the difference between a goof and actually telling someone what's yeah. what. Yeah. They'll yeah. never do it at the well, that's not true. They they they'll they'll well, do it. I won't say they, they won't do it at the expense of people, but mm. only people who deserve it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like they have good judgment. They yeah. have really good judgment and it's, it's really good. No, it's always fun. No, sometimes it is fucking well, <laughs> again, people that'll never hear them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's it's just so good. There's just and there's like uh so many good bim bim goose. I know we've talked about it late I guess before. Officially kind of stopped listening to bim 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 in favor of just listening to the omelette goof. Yeah. <laughs> over and over That's and kind over of whatever I need my bim 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 fix. I just yeah. I just type into YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Amelie Mice King or yeah. yeah. Yeah, so. Oh man, it's always interesting though uh, the thing that's funny about going to see a live show for something that's very important to you 
it be it a band or a mm-hmm. concert or any or like whatever is to see the kind of people who are there. Yeah, Mabim Bam drew an interesting crowd. What do you think? I wasn't paying attention. There were a lot. I mean, I, Bunch there of were some really people. nice people. I, well, it's Portland. I like, wish. What? I wish that I could have had like your brain for for that evening of just like I'm not. I'm Bill. I'm not gonna pay attention. I'm just. I'm here. I got a chair. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because we, oh my god, there. Oh well, some... I got so. I don't, Justin is a total sweetheart. For some yeah, reason, Justin's he follows sweet... me online. I have no <laughs> idea why. Yeah. And uh, I somehow missed out on the uh, when the tickets right. went on sale right. because I think they were only sale for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd be on at least on sale for a whole day. So I saw yeah. the announcement they were on sale, and I think I was out and about somewhere. So I was yeah. like, well, I'll, I'll buy tickets when I get home. By the time if I actually like later on that day, I went okay, bam, 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 yeah. bam, tickets. Shit. It's all sold out. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I love Mabim Bam, but I guess I'll have to miss out. I'll listen to it on the radio, whenever the podcast version comes out. Sure. And so just a couple days ago, they released a couple extra tickets online, and friend of the podcast... Uh, Grumpy Turtle uh, tweeted to me like, "Hey, Bill, if, if you, they're going to put out new, new uh, tickets today at like noon, whatever." Yeah. Somehow Justin saw that and was like, "Hey, Bill, you don't have to worry about that. Just DM That's me really and I'll sweet. throw you on the guest list." Turns out I was the all I was you I were the guest the, list. I was the guest list as a result of that. Aww, so I took Dylan really cute. and D- Dylan. She, I didn't realize she. I know she listened to Bim B- 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 Bam, but I didn't realize she was a huge. She's a really huge fan. Yeah. And she's been going through a lot of stuff lately, too. Yeah. And then she was like, can I be your plus one? Because I was telling yeah. her I got the tickets. Yeah. I, I was telling her not even thinking that she even cared that much. Yeah, yeah. And oh, she was like, super can, sweet. can I be? And I was like, yeah! I yeah. If you don't go, I'm just that the plus one's going to waste. Yeah. And and she like she was really happy to go. Oh, it was a great show. It was a really great show. It was really nice. Yeah. yeah. And so as a result of that, like... Not only that, but we got front row seats. Yeah, it was really nice. It was so, so cute to see the back row up close. But so we we were so the, the people in we were resorts. standing in the queue, and oh my god, we were caught in this between two groups waves of bros. Yeah, who were wearing like sandal wearing all the cologne, like all the all the cologne, <laughs> all the bad cologne, and then like, you know how the, the Old yeah. Spice ad campaign is currently like Bear Glove versus Lumberjack Jizz, whatever oh, it is. Yeah. Ah, these guys are like, why not both? <laughs> um, and they were having I, a really loud conversation about the fe- new female Ghostbusters. And why it was wrong. And with, with oh, slight... no. With, with slight um, divergences into commentary on the Chinese. Yeah. And uh, Foley and I are just standing here like, uh... How, it's one of those things where I wonder how these people get into, boy, like, my, my band band because well, it's there's a certain political, but, like, I can see it's still... Again, if you're just a comedy nerd. I think there's a certain kind of comedy nerd, like one of the question askers, who they get really like comedy podcasts and they think they're real funny. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so it's like these dudes you know her being really loud. And I checked, and they are bagel bites. <laughs> yeah, there was one lady who really thought she was funny and was really contributing to the. Yeah, she's trying to have a conversation with them. Well, like, I like at the very beginging, someone yeah. shouted out like it, like yeah. they had a rhetorical questions. It was literally like the first thirty I seconds. Love Justin. Yeah, Justin's like, you know, this is the one way conversation here. <laughs> yeah, and like it. that was a great way to kind of set the tone of like, yeah. we're not trying to be dicks, but we're trying, yeah. you know, this is us talking to you. Yeah, yeah. not going to be having conversations with everyone it shouts out in the crowd. Of, and, and the moment um, where they just kept yelling, "Shut up!" Yeah, and both to shut, each other shut, and to the audience. Shut up! Shut up! See, that's why. I li- so it's like the chemistry between the three of them is so yeah, good and it was a really good show I didn't realize Travis was the hot one <laughs> Travis he obviously looks like he knows he's the pretty one too it's really cute I didn't he's the tall one with he looks like he should live in Portland Park yeah. he looks like he should like there should be a statue from downtown with the big beard and the hair did and you everything. see his boots no yeah, he had beautiful oh. cowboy boots oh. 
he had his nails painted and he had his dapper do going and his nice beard. I mean, very nicely yeah, groomed. Whatever. And then Justin had an Inspector Space Time shirt. On. <laughs> he did. He did. Neither one of them is is is, my, is Griffin. Griffin. Griffin McElroy is the most beloved of our hearts. Really? We're, we're big Griffin, Griffin fans. I love. It's pretty. If I have I love to rank Justin them, and I love Travis. See, yeah. Justin. Justin. Well, Justin was also your in. Like you knew Justin as didn't you as an entity before? Well, yeah, no. Uh, I, I, my one of my biggest online regrets ever was I first encountered Justin McElroy when he was one of the co-hosts on the Joystick podcast. Yeah, and this is going back like better part of ten years ago. Sure. Yeah. Uh, back when that I started listening to like episode two of that. Yeah. Uh, of the, that goddamn thing, and because I, I like Joystick as a site. Yeah. And I had read some of Justin's stuff, and I really like liked his like yeah. writing work. Mm-hmm. But I remember like I was like he's. This is Justin McElroy? He sounds like an asshole. Especially because you would laugh like a goblin and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I remember actually leaving a review for the for the Joystick <gasps> Podcast being like, Ew. I like this, except Justin McElroy, he gets on my nerves. Oh! oh did you God. leave it your name? Well, it was my iTunes account. Oh. I think I went back to go delete that or something ever since then, which is funny because, like, but I still kept on listening because I was, like, begrudgingly, I'm going to, like, sure. I'm going yeah. to, like, <laughs> I'm not going to pay attention to Justin McElroy bits. And then, over the course of time, I was like, Justin was the reason why. I mean, yeah. I love that whole podcast, sure. but yeah. Justin, yeah. like, when He's, Justin moved yeah. to Polygon, that's yeah. what, like, that, Justin joining Polygon is half the reason why I even cared about Polygon existing. Exactly, sure. yeah. Every, yeah. Anything else. Like, I still, to this day, I switched so much from when the Joystick podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. ended and he yeah. wanted to start doing um, um, Bam Bam, I, I still claim that I'm the first person to create Bim Bam fan art. Because... <laughs> The yeah. afternoon yeah. that episode went live, the first Bim Bam went live, where he announced that he was going to start a podcast. Maybe I think it was on the Joystick podcast. He said, yeah. "Hey, we just did this first episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. It's not up yet, but we're going to post it next week." Right. Yeah. I created a, a Photoshop of it's Michael Bain from Aliens, <laughs> Michael Bain from The Terminator, and then Justin McRae in the middle. So it's Michael Bain, Michael Bain, and me. It's it's, it's still the initials. It doesn't say the only text is and and me. And I still click because I did that so quickly. I, I listened to that episode. I was one of the first people to listen to that episode live. And this, and while the episode was wrapping up, I had Photoshop open. And so that's how quickly Justin turned me from like on the surface, like the first time me hearing his voice, going like he sounds, he's weird. To like I, the internet would cease to podcasts don't make any sense. With yeah, the Justin McRae there. Yeah, and I love the fact that he and the McRae is becoming like. Like the modern day equivalent of like old radio personalities, yeah, where they yeah. really, which is fitting because I know their dad's a radio personality yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and in West Virginia, and it's just like they really are. Just I could see, I could see Justin leaving video games altogether and uh, reviews and stuff like that, and just kind of just being an online radio. I don't know if there's a living to be had there, especially want, now that he's a kid. I want them but, to leave Polygon and become full time Let's Players because I do not like Let's Play, but I fucking could watch. Well, all of their video reviews on Polygon Monster and Monster oh Factory God. all day. Foley and I are diehard Monster Factory players, but I really love their just the videos they do. Like because Polygon also, does all sorts of reviews where it's a the reviewer and another person they're yeah, talking to. Yeah. Like they do this with all the personalities yeah. pretty much on Polygon. But when it's Griffin, when, when it's, it's Griffin, Griffin and Justin, oh, it's beautiful. Man. Like their goat, their goat Z oh review is so good. I watch that over their and over again. Cat lateral damage. Ever listen to the Besties podcast on Polygon? No. It was Griffin, Justin, and another guy. I think it was Chris Plant. Uh-huh. And they were, it was the next best thing to another McElroy production. Because, of yeah. course, he had two yeah. of the McElroy's there. But Chris Plant, he had this character, like, he did characters and bits and stuff. He had this thing called the Fashion Giraffe. Because they would talk about games and stuff sure, every week. Yeah, but yeah. for some reason, he would put on this pretense of, like, oh, I, my, my, my throat is sore. I got to go take some mints. <laughs> and, like, he would make a little sound like, okay, I'm going away. 
And then suddenly, like, you'd hear coming back to the microphone, him doing this fashion giraffe voice. About, I think, of, like, maybe when they were playing Animal Crossing, they were talking yeah, about yeah, clothes yeah. design. Yeah, yeah. That's how it started, but it yeah. suddenly became this recurring character, the fashion giraffe. And Justin hated this bit so much. And Griffin would tolerate it, but Justin hated it so much. And it was great, because, like, Justin's not very good at, like, faking his no, face. No, like, no, like, it's not. Chris Plant was so bad at it, but it was so great. Like, the, the mixture of those oh three gosh. guys. Again, not a pure Macquarie uh, production, but it yeah. was kind of like, you know, like... So good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, that was good, too. But, uh, yeah. In summation, brothers, come back to Portland. Please. Live in Portland. Oh, this L- is the live in thing. my house. So you guys wanted to get some posters signed. Well, that's yeah. the thing. They were selling posters at, at, at the events. And uh, we know the lady who drew the poster for the yeah. um, um, uh, MBM. Uh, I can't even see it. MBM, 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 MBM. Pacific Northwest tour. We know yeah. that lady, Emily Carroll. She's a uh, total sweetheart, uh, yeah. completely fantastic artist. Mm-hmm. And you guys wanted to get a poster signed for her in mm-hmm. her name because you think she would just get a signed poster. Well, she, asked she will for get one. one eventually, but like they're so busy with the tour. And, they, and yeah. you know what? They only got the posters. They had the posters printed up here in yeah. Portland. They and only got the posters in their hands that day. Yeah, yeah. And so. I'm sure they would have sent one after the tour was over Cedar. Yeah. But but we you got you guys decided to take the bullet that you were gonna buy a poster and get one signed for her and then yeah. mail it off to you guys your, yourself yeah. directly. Yeah. But you guys you guys were totally tired, so you split a little bit early. Mm-hmm. So me and Dylan decided to take up the man. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. When Dylan offered, I was like, "Are you crazy? Okay." Well, that's the thing. So they had 600 people there. I, about half the people must have taken them off uh, up on the offer to you know take photos, get posters signed after yeah. the show. Yeah. And Ugh. so it was about an hour and a half. It took him an hour and a half because we were fucking around. We we're deciding what we were doing. So that meant me and Dylan were not even at the back of the line. We were sitting, like, watching the line dwindle until we yeah. finally caught up. And we were yeah. literally the last people to get posters signed. Emily's yeah. poster was the last Aww, poster to get signed okay. that night. Oh, yeah. But that meant those guys were already tuckered out from having just flown eaten. in the night before, hadn't eaten. Yeah. Just did no. 90 minutes of signing 300 posters and getting photos taken After with, like, 200 people. After an hour people. to an hour and a half show. Exactly, Yeah. yeah. They were fucking bonkers. They were very sweet. Justin gave me a hug. But, like, Travis was just like, uh, and Griffin's just like, uh. Yeah. Just, like, walking around. And, like, just, they stuck around. They signed our posters and everything. Emily's got her signed poster. We got to put in the mail. Yeah. So, but, like, they were so, and they really took everyone there. They put on, yeah. they were putting on full production. And with us being the last people there, they could yeah. kind of let their guard down a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's actually and they were, funny. Yeah. yeah. No, no, so, no, no. It's funny. So for, it's, 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 it's funny. Fully it's funny for surprised other the hell out of me. It's funny for other reasons. You were the last people. So, fully was having a hard time because uh, don't do well with crowds. Don't do well with crowds. And there was a fucking crowd and there were a lot of It was a crowd, yeah. And it was, it was a, and Aladdin is, is not, is a weird venue anyway. And it's so, so I was, it's so small. I it's forget. a dinky venue. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, fully, so afterwards I had proposed to fully, I'm like, let's, I don't want to fucking wait in a line. Let's just wait until the line dwindles down because I don't want to be stuck in, in a mid, in a cologne sea listening to someone make racist cracks and, yeah. and misogynist cracks about the new Ghostbusters movie. I don't need to do that with my free time. So we went and sat in the theater and we're like, yeah, let's wait for the line to dwindle down. We were the only people in the theater except for the ushers who were cleaning. Yeah. Right. Now, the Aladdin is old. Yeah. And in a lot of times in old, like, vaudeville theaters and stuff like that, like, there's 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 an exit out the back, like, near the green room area, but there's no sexy way to get around to the lobby. Yeah. Because it's, like, pretty much ticket area, lobby, concessions, into the theater, theater. Yeah, it's not like and a modern venue designed with it. different like ways, like, yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that if they were had to go out to the lobby, they would have to go out. They'd have to either walk around the entire block to to, to walk around and come oh, in yeah, the front, yeah. or they have to come through the theater. 
So Annie and I are the only two people sitting in the theater. So pause for a moment. Oh, so my you actually ran with the guys on the My says, wife is the most lawful, lie abiding person I know and does not act with impulsivity, generally speaking, and does not is not really the person to do this sort of thing. And yet. And yet, um, first, Justin and Sydney like came out and went on stage, and Sydney pointed at us mm-hmm. and then waved. Yeah. Which is like the sweetest. Yeah, I was like, she's just a sweetheart. The, I don't, but I don't, I'm like, one, I don't know you. One question before you, like, yeah. the lady selling posters, who was that? I don't know. Because no, no it looked like. Uh, I saw a picture. Was it Riley? It looked like, I have no idea who. Because, well, they were taking, they were posting photos of themselves, like, at, mm-hmm. like breakfast the day it before. It might have been, it might have been one it of It was the nieces? three brothers, and for a moment I thought, well, three brothers, there's three women, oh, okay. must be their wives. But then I realized they all look like Sydney. And so, like, well, there's Sydney, yeah, her, and Riley, her I cousin, figured, and yeah. maybe, maybe, like, yeah, someone else. Yeah. yeah. And but like the lady selling posters, I almost like I can I, I I was I wasn't thinking about it. Like, I was yeah, like, was that Sydney selling posters? I can't yeah. tell. No. I, you think I would have recognized her voice when she yeah, said yeah, something? Yeah. So maybe it was Riley. Anyway, so anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So I don't know if you recognize that lady. They're, okay. They're, no, not at all. So they're um they came out on stage and I was like this oh oh and then my brain is like going back to like doing a lot of theater and being like huh yeah I wonder. And Annie and I are kind of talking, and and I felt I felt I mean I was just I had worked a really long day, I was tired. We both I had, had really a hell eat. week. I yeah. had a really bad headache. Yeah, and like nothing else was helping, and and I I did feel rude for just like I kind of just walked away because I'm just like fuck this. Yeah, and like turn around and turn around and went and sat in the theater, and the the handler guy was there, and then all of a sudden there's Sydney and Justin, and Sydney like looks out and points and waves, and I'm yeah. like okay. It was interesting. <laughs> and then um, Travis and uh, Griffin came out. And then the handler guy is like, okay, cool, we're going to... And they start walking up the, the, up the aisle. Side, up yeah. the aisle. And I just kind of was like... Same aisle that you guys were sitting? Um, no, actually, like one... Like like the far aisle. Yeah, because like you were sitting... The far aisle against the wall. We were sitting like kind of a little... Yeah, exactly, little. yeah. But I did. I just kind of went, all right. Well, I just went into autopilot. And I just... I, I did. I just kind of shut down and went into autopilot and went... Griffin? Because you can be social... Because I've seen you do this where you, you can be, like, kind of tired and, like, you just had a bad social situation. Mm. You're just kind of, like, you're in low-power mode, just kind of collecting yourself. And then suddenly something... If if you... If this is, the situation demands, suddenly you turn on and you're like, hey. Yeah. yeah. So, so I did the yeah. same thing to Maria Bamford. I did the same thing <laughs> to Maria Bamford. That's what Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You're, you're suddenly the coolest person in the room. It's like yeah. love drops, uh, like, this restorative powder on her heart. <laughs> and she just powers up. So I said I said Griffin's name and everyone stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Griffin, Griffin, Griffin? Griffin turns and looks at me and I said, you don't know who I am. Okay, that's the best way to start. So it's not like, like you don't you don't know who I am. Yeah. And I said, but can I talk to you really fast? And Travis goes <laughs> really fast, like <laughs> yeah. just like just the thing. Yeah. And Griffin, well, Griffin, I it Griffin goes sure, and he starts walking up the same aisle that because I'm up. Yeah, and, exactly. I am yeah. up, and I am walking away from Annie, and I'm yeah, walking and I'm closer. Like, oh. What are you doing? And Annie is like, what is it's gonna be a Jack Ruby moment. Yeah. And and I just said, um, my wife paid uh, uh, for a wedding present um, on the Adventure Zone, and it meant a lot. And it meant a lot to to um, hear you uh, say that. And uh, my name's Foley, and her name's Annie. And his face just instantly went, oh, "Yeah!" And because he had thought that that what she wrote was like the sweetest thing ever, and um, and made some funny comments on the Adventure Zone. And it's really is like it's a really touching thing, and I'm really I'm really happy that she did it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to thank them for it, and I was like, you know, anytime I'm having a bad day, you guys make me laugh. And I, I just want to say thank you and give you a hug. And Griffin just goes, yeah. And he oh. like, and he comes up and he gives me like the best hug. Mm-hmm. And then Justin, Justin goes, 
I want to hug. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he puts puts his arms out, and then so I hug him, and then I like, and then like Sydney's like, Meh. and then and, hugs, and then Travis goes, all right, I want one. Well, <laughs> this is the moment. Yeah, was, now, yeah. all right, fine. And then, so yeah, Travis, we'll sign on for this. So yeah. Travis hugs me, and I sit, and I was like, no, I was like, that's it. I was like, you guys. I said, there's a lot of people who are really excited to meet you. Have a good night. And I walked away. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it was fast. <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to like, you know. So that's cool. Yeah, you actually got to t- see. That's because. So not- I was the first person that fully they hugged. primed the hug pump. And I was the, we the last person the last they talked to. Because yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. I can't believe they actually did even feign fakes. Like they actually signed these posters because they, like I said, they were fucked up. At yeah, the end of that. yeah. And, and in a way that like they weren't being like yeah, they just yeah, they're t- being just totally retired. Yeah. yeah, like like I said, ju- as soon as Justin hugged me and we said like, hey, thank you so much and everything like that, he was literally just stumbing in the back just to like I guess go out to the car and just like get oh, back to the hotel, poor guy. get more hammies, oh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Poor guy. The one for Emily is is really sweet. I, yeah. So good. God damn, those anyway. They're, yeah. they're the sweetest. That's humans. the thing. I mean, I love my brother, my, my brother and me. I love everything they've ever done. I love yeah. the Joystick Podcast. I love yeah. the Besties. I love you know the, the one episode of the Adventure Cast. Fucking I need yeah. to catch up. Fucking things I bought at Sheets <laughs> is one of my favorite. Which things. No one knows what that is because Sheets is such a specific like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. West Coast, like East Coast kind of thing that I last. I want to. I want to be like Just I know what Sheets. Is. I, <laughs> I make but, I make my friend Matt at work watch things I bought at Sheets every time it comes out, uh, and then. And now we we go to the food sack and I'll put something in my mouth and go, well, what do I think? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I love, yeah. as, as much a fan as I am of those guys doing that other stuff, I like them just more as people. Yeah, yeah. they're just really solid humans. Everything I've ever seen them online, other people talking about them, yeah. the reputation with people, yeah. is just like, they're just like, just they're cool good people. people. Yeah. So in summation, I'm going to delete all Boy Hattie podcasts and just set up everything to be a redirect to my brother, yeah. my brother, and yeah. me. Yeah. It's the plan. Because so. really, yeah, even, if you, even you if you listen to my brother, my brother, and me, for some reason, don't decide that it's your top, uh, cup of tea, just check those guys out on Twitter. Just see yeah. what their output is. They're if they're, if you're dudes. into games, they'll half them do video game reviews. Justin and his wife, City, do an amazing podcast oh. called Sawbones. They used to do a great... Medical history. Oh, God. What was the... What was the, it called? The, the dish? dish? Yeah. They did a great... Yeah, they for the longest time, they were... Uh, not the longest time. For maybe about a year, they had a podcast just about TV stuff. Mm-hmm. That was There's great. Bunker Buddies, which is... Whoa, no, no. Which, uh, uh, Travis, Travis does. And, and then he does another show. They um, have their own Brental Cross. Yeah. Brental Floss. No, no, no. That's his co host. Trends like these, so it's called. With his friend Brent, who goes mm-hmm. by Brental Floss. Justin, anyway, Sydney. They're all great. Dish. What's that dish? <laughs> <laughs> Satellite dish. That's what it was. Yeah. Because it was great because they talk about TV. And then, like, Sydney would have her own, like, little corner of the podcast. Yeah. And Justin would be like, Sydney, give me that dish. <laughs> The, dish. the best part was that I, I, mean, actually, you know, like, I hate it when you do that. He's like, "What's that dish?" <laughs> like, I've never listened to Sawbones. I heard of it, but I never seen it before. And they opened with Sawbones, and it was so cute because it's very clearly just Sydney. Just you know, she's talking about medical history, and she's, she's really smart. Yeah, and she knows what she's talking about, and just Justin trying to make her laugh. Yeah, and it's the cutest. No, thing. as again, like when I say I love those people, it's not just the brothers, yeah. but like Sydney Riley yeah. seems cool. Chuck, the baby Charles. Yeah, oh, yeah. that kid's gonna. Yeah. How can that kid not turn out to be awesome? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that whole that just that whole family, and it's it's fascinating to see that much love. Yeah, you know, and 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 also like you know, Sydney's gorgeous, and yeah. Justin's Justin. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a total he's a total cutie. Yeah. But man, yeah, find the person in the world that makes you laugh. Yeah, yeah. and that's just what happened. That that's, shit down. That's what I'm saying. Just their existence, human beings, makes me even happier than anything they put out. Yeah. I'm just glad that they're there and they've uh, all found each other. Yeah. They're Good brothers who still egg. work with each other and yeah. still like each other. Yeah, and, like yeah. it's. 
They're, they're adding to the ultimate good of the universe. They are. Bless them. Yeah. Bless them. <laughs> unlike <sighs> us. It. I was going to say, unlike our, what, what else can we rattle about? Our Bill Lego slaughtering bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lego's quiz and uh, Mad 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 slash MGSV. This is as much for the audience as anything else. Uh, so uh, Tuesday starts pretty much the unofficial, well, might as well call it the official start of the holiday gaming season. Mm-hmm. Mad Max Metal Gear Solid 5. Oh, is that Tuesday? Yeah, yeah it's both days. Yeah, because it's September, baby. So are you guys getting it? Because this is it. This, we this, pre-ordered Mad Max. This until the first week of December, every week it's something new coming oh, out. Oh, man. Yeah, but the only one that any cares about is Fallout. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. like, fuck, everything is well, literally wasting time Well, you guys have Metal Fallout. Gear in the past. I don't know if you we care have. about this one. Man, I got rubbed so wrong by by uh, whatever Ground, Zero. Ground Zeroes that I was we just see, I downloaded it and never played Ground it. Ground Zeroes Zeroes that is pluralized because what the fuck well we but we oh, we got it for free and we played like maybe 15 minutes you know what it? free was too much yeah that's it cost too huh? much it was well, it just wasn't what we wanted no I should that. play that tonight because I downloaded it but I I uh, I do not like Metal Gear I, well not I don't like what Metal Gear became I've played Metal Gear 1 and 2. I've played mm-hmm. through part of 3. Mm-hmm. Watched you guys play Metal Gear 4. Mm-hmm. And I I don't hate those games, but I think they're wildly they're really overrated. Weird. Yeah. I they're think Hideo Kojima's... I don't think he's half as smart or as, as, yeah. as interesting as people say he is. Speaking of that, Annie, um, apparently we backed a Kickstarter. You <laughs> uh, uh, guys gotta get separate bank accounts. <laughs> the oh my God. Apparently we backed a Kickstarter, but it was um, the Birches, uh, Ashley and Annie. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's um, yeah. The, the Metal Gear. Yeah, I know lots of smart people love this series, and I'm well, kind of mystified. They, that book is really good. Yeah, so and they if were Annie a, hasn't given it it's, to you, it's a oh, you have boss. that physical copy of that yeah. book. Yeah, because yeah. I was series, tempted to buy it. It's a series called Bias Fight Books where they just talk to different people and ask them to write about a game. So the Birches chose Metal Gear Solid, the one that's for the first one for PlayStation One. Oh, it and, is just about that first well, one then. Okay. No, they. I mean, they really well, they talk about they talk about. Well, I'm sure they would well, talk they about the series, do, but, but the it's focus mostly is... they're focusing sure. on that oh, one. Okay. And yeah. of course, they talk about their relationship with the series right. and everything like that. Right. And it's funny because they're totally they're like in their introduction they're like we love this game this game is awful and we're going to tear it apart so we love it but it's bad <laughs> and yeah. it's interesting to hear them analyze it and also like they're really talking about the moment in time that they discovered the game and mm-hmm. why it impacted That's them big that thing way it was getting, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a really good read but yeah I don't there are a lot of people who are very important to me who really love Metal Gear uh, one of my coworkers asked me excitedly he's like are you going to pick it up they're, it keeps getting like it's got some perfect tens that's the thing we're gonna, but every one of the Metal Gear games has gotten yeah. like perfect tens and they nines got, Perfect that almost doesn't mean anything anymore. I looked yeah. at a person. I looked at one of the people that said that, and I went, "Yeah, so did Bat- the recent Batman game." <laughs> oh, that's right. I, I should like... give Justin slack. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I, I was like. That's, that's what he needed. After I, that that really, you, I got you donuts, but you owe me sixty bucks. <laughs> <for Batman. laughs> but um, yeah, it's just not. It's just I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I've, I met the Metal Gear games were actually. Um, Besides Annie trying to trick me into liking video games <laughs> yeah. when we first got together uh, well, by getting me sports games, which yep. that worked. It did. Um, FYI, <laughs> uh, Metal Gear was the first series that I actually played through by myself. Yeah, okay. like yeah. like because my friend Grant was like, "Okay, you gotta do it," and so I did. 
and I enjoy it. It's a hell enjoy, of a. I know it's yeah, especially because I was playing the deep. I was playing the GameCube mm-hmm. thing because we had a Wii. Oh at the yeah, time, so, so like, well, at least we're kind of like a remake. I think they kind of like like no, yeah, patched. it's still pretty shit. Yeah, it's still <laughs> but yeah. Like, but like, and and the save points and the all kinds and having to like <laughs> and fucking up and having to like how that actually worked because I was unfamiliar with all that because I was that was intense to... even for like hardcore gamers going yeah. into that thing. I mean, that's that's why that game was so popular with people because like we never knew games could be this deep in terms of like right. gameplay and right. Yeah, stealth but action design. As likely as you are to say anything poignant about war and about its effects on people and, and society, then you go automatically to a poop joke. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing. Whatever. Or like titties hanging out. Well, that's the thing that kills me about this game because I know like there's the whole thing about this. The, there's a stealth there's a sniper in this game called what the quiet who got her tits hanging out she's half naked mm-hmm, yeah, and yeah. he's been doing the kojima's been doing yeah. the thing like once you find out what her what her dark story is you're gonna feel so bad about yelling me about how crude her like, design is because uh, he came out and said he designed her to he, he wanted cosplayers to dress like her yeah well he's very specific about that yeah and then everyone's like saying oh it's kind of she she's gonna be a rape victim or something like yeah. that it's yeah. gonna be some kind of super clumsy awful thing yeah and they already had like a vagina bomb i yeah. guess in ground zeros yeah Poop jokes and this and sounds like him violence. being the worst he's ever been and so that's one of the things that kills me to yeah. even think about financially rewarding this no. guy yeah yeah he doesn't I seem can't... like a bad man but he seems like he's like a monkey with a loaded gun who doesn't know he just he yeah. doesn't know what he's using he's just kind of he's dangerous yeah. with, like... so monkeys with loaded guns are akin to 10 year old boys yeah exactly because he has a very childish if you follow his twitter yeah. and everything yeah. like that the guy's got the all the emotional maturity of a fucking 15 year old it's really interesting because I feel like he was trying to do more dramatic things in games earlier than people were really interested in engaging right. that yeah. but it's hilarious because so he he was breaking ground and his games are important in that regard but he's still in that same mode yeah. and he hasn't evolved yeah and he hasn't Technology has advanced, but he's still yeah. the same 15-year-old yeah. that he was when he was putting together the first Metal Gear game 20 years ago. Whereas yeah. whereas yeah. you take like a game like Spec Ops The Line, yeah. which is an indictment of both like that style of game and also it's, military. It's basically and, what Kojima wants to do yeah. without the shit-in-yourself jokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a so I just game. want another Snatcher game. That's what I want. Snatcher so you, you actually like that? I idea. like Snatcher. Well, it's uh, Snatcher was his rip-off of Blade Runner. Oh, okay. <laughs> Adventure game. So the it's more about Genesis. the Blade Runner than anything he did? I only played it on uh, emulated. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I don't know. I, it was like a weird enough game that I was like, yeah, I want, I want this. Well, if you guys want to, I did throw down very regretted only threw down a pre-order for Metal Gear Solid 5. I uh, play a, and no games in next June. Yeah. This seems like it's going to be the last <laughs> Konami re-release or yeah. Konami retail release so yeah. that's a big thing for me because that company is definitely going to uh, exiting video games ent- entirely. They should just go yeah. full time into um, making action figures. <laughs> they, well that's some people are suggesting they might do that because um, Their action Amiibos. figures are amazing. Konami? No, Konami that's, that's Square Arts. You're thinking of the play, the play arts. Fuck! Wait, <laughs> did they? Did they do some Metal Gear stuff? They did. Though? They did. We have, we have the big boss. His uh, leg. I screwed off. up. His leg popped off because the cats knocked him over. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also but now. <laughs> that's um, I mean, this is also the last Metal Gear game, which is not nothing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I kind of wonder because, like, I guess the timeline matches up that this game should end with the beginning of the first eight-bit Metal Gear game from oh, like, really? 30 years ago. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of people are suspecting, like, the game's pretty much got to end with you pretty much the title screen of the first huh. game. Interesting. So I'm so kind of curious to see if it does that. And B, no one's going to be talking about anything else for the next month. So yeah. I'm not going to be able to listen to any podcasts or anything. Right. That's part of the, like, it's funny that I will buy video games. Just go, like, just so be part if of I the listen to Giant Bomb, yeah. at least now I'll understand what they're talking about in Giant Bomb this week or yeah, something. Yeah. And I do know, again, I know a lot of people in the yeah. game industry who love Metal Gear and stuff it like that. So I'm not going to be able to tolerate that. So this is really me kind of buying into the conversation yeah. sure. begrudgingly. Yeah. So we'll see. We have a Mad Max. I forgot Mad Max comes out this week. She is. Yeah. yeah we have it pre ordered, and you know. Uh, you thinking about. Eh, well, we can we borrow my copy. It. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing else out to play right now. Other than I'm going to finish Shadowrun. Uh, but then it's just, I'm just waiting time. We'll talk about this Geek Week. Then I'm just like, next week, I'm just going to delete everything that's not Dragon Age. Just go <laughs> yeah. to Dragon Age. Yeah, well, yeah, that is part, well, yeah. We'll talk about that in a little did bit. You, but. Did you ever, like, last week, I didn't listen to your guys' thing last week. Um, but I do sometimes listen to you when I'm at work. And it's, it's Feel so bad. while I'm building things. dulcet tones. I just want to hear your dulcet tones. <laughs> My friend Matt believes there are actually three people normally on this, yeah. but there's Annie, there's Bill's normal voice, and then there's some other person that comes with the <laughs> yeah! goblin. That is yeah! I was like, who's that third person? I'm like, no, there's just two. Um, but uh, uh, did you talk about uh, Borderlands already? Did that? I think we talked about Tales the from Borderlands. Movie? No, oh, Tales, 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 no, you did Tales about, you, you talked about it a little okay. bit last week. It's really all. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm still enjoying the fuck out of the game. That's all. Yeah, it's good. Thanks. Play Tales from Borderlands. Okay, now what? <laughs> now <laughs> we're talking more about Borderlands because we're going to talk about the movie in a little bit too. Yeah, yeah. So friends, there's going to be a movie. If you can even imagine such thing will happen, we're going to take a little break and be back for the Geek Week in review. So, the thing I discovered this week, went out for lunch yesterday, went to the Eastside Deli Sandwich Company, that's just a block away from here. Mm-hmm. On the way back, I'd just be happy to walk past the brand new Ruby Jewel ice cream shop. Okay. This is one of Portland's many artisanal ice cream shops, but one of the last I didn't this was a thing, so I guess the big artisanal ice cream shop in town is Salt and Straw, right. which has a couple locations in town. Everyone, it's the super expensive stuff. I grew up in a kid, as a kid, for $2.50, you get like a big gallon of ice cream. Sure. Like vanilla ice cream, whatever the fuck, for like two dollars and fifty cents. Sure. So and one of those like clear plastic barrels. Sometimes that, if you're having a party, sometimes okay. like the, yeah. the cheap cardboard okay. box that falls oh, apart. Yeah. So I should say, on the scale of artisanal ice cream, there's salt and sna- straw, which is all the way over into the artsy fartsy, where yeah. they'll do like shrimp ice cream. See, but I grew up with like Ben and Jerry's being yeah. three dollars and fifties for, sure. uh, for a pint. That's the fancy shit. Yeah. That's what rich people eat. Yeah. Yep. So yep. now with like this artisanal Portland shit <laughs> yep. part of you, like, you got to be fucking kidding uh-huh. me. Ben, ben and Jerry's, Ben and Jerry's, and Hagen dazs Yeah. Gonna, that's ready like, fancy. Hagen dazs that's what people, rich white ladies and Hagen-Dazs, yoga pants. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hagen dazs you only eat that if you have a hyphenated name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Fully, that's actually a really good joke. If you've married into the mic, I'm yeah. so mad you <laughs> used that joke on the Boy Hattie podcast. That joke was too good for this. <laughs> Single scoops are generous. It's gonna be really good, and it's gonna be a generous single scoop. But that's actually, I do have the menu bill. from the, the Ruby Jewel okay. ice cream shop up now. So I should say, yeah, Ruby Jewel is less obnoxious but artsy. Double scoop is five bucks. Okay, that's 
a Sunday is seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A fucking a, a pint is seven bucks. Yeah. Most everything there is like if you want like take home stuff, seven bucks. It's about seven bucks. Yeah, yeah, it's basically ice cream that blows you. It's exactly. one of those things where, like, because I've never had salt and straw. This is pro- probably the fanciest ice cream I've ever had in my life. And just like, it's just like homemade artisanal. Just, like, I don't know. I don't know what a word scale stuff. It's I, like I, I feel like salt and straw is good. See, I've never. It's, it's fine. Some of it is really, really, it's, really good. It's novelty. It's the weight that yeah. I object to. It, it, salt and straw is like you have an hour queue to get to salt and straw. Oh, I thought you meant how white. Well, it's no. hard to pick up. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem Wait. with that, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me fat. Um, no. no, no, no. It's um, it's it's how long you wait in the Oh, room. and then Ruben Joe, I went in there. I was the only person in there yesterday. Well, yeah, wait, I literally opened, opened, opened yeah. They were open for five minutes. I may have been the second customer <laughs> they ever yeah. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Get this fucker out of here. They sell cookies. So Ruby Jewel's big claim to fame isn't just the ice cream, but they have homemade ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. With cookies they make there in the yes. shop. Yeah. Oh man, that's the thing. Walking up there, cause like smells like oh shit, what's in the neighborhood? So there's something new. Mm-hmm. They make their own waffle cones. They yeah. make the yeah. you see them like and that's what I smell, cause like all the vanilla in the air. Yeah. yeah. I was like walking home from that from the from the uh, sandwich shop, I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Yep. yep. Like, oh shit. Why does an ice cream shop smell like good baked goods? What are they doing? That's yep. when I walked yeah. in there and realized yeah. that they're... The waffle cones and well, because they also have, like, a garage window. So it's yeah. not just a plain glass window, yeah. but they open up the whole front so all the smells. It's the best yeah. advertising okay, so in the that's world. Like, so that's, like, what they did in their in their North Portland. Yeah. 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 So oh, like so you've same. seen that stuff, yeah, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like Porque No actually does the same yeah. thing, and they're located right next to them. Yeah. Where it's like they just open up the whole front Porque. so it's open yeah. air. Porque, hell no. Yeah, another place. Why? Porque, why am I waiting an hour for Um. So, like, yeah, so, yeah, so they, like, you can buy the cookies. You can buy the a cookie. Yeah. I think it's cookie sandwich is like five. Again, that's still, your five bucks still, one. Yep. But it's fucking amazing. good. It's really so good. So I got a Sunday, and I got a couple pints upstairs. Well, you guys can try some before you. Fall You're a sweetheart. I can give you a pint of My, like, Oregon strawberry. I, I feel Aww. about ice cream the way I do about donuts, where it's like I go in there, I'm gonna get the fucking basic. I'm gonna go get vanilla, vanilla that's... or chocolate, or I'm gonna go get a like just an old fashioned glaze. And mm-hmm. if you can do that well, then I like. So it. that's that was my first taste test because I went in there. I was like, oh, I got a Sunday, and they were, well, what do you want in your Sunday? I was, I'll, I'll take your vanilla, I'll take your chocolate, I'll take mm-hmm. your strawberry. Chocolate's good. It's like double chocolate. Mm-hmm. Fucking strawberries. Oh, little bits of like fresh strawberry. Mm-hmm. That must be actually like locally mm-hmm. made. They aren't getting around. Like, yeah, Oregon. Oregon strawberries. Oh my god, on. I feel bad for talking about this podcast because you don't live here, not. But I'm assuming other people are used to like artisanal ice cream. Mm-hmm. I guess it's more of a thing around the country. Mm-hmm. But like the vanilla. Yeah. yeah. Boom! Yeah. So like it had like you could see like the vish- vanilla scrapings in there did and you everything. Briefly like... become Paul Hollywood. It was totally like yeah. <laughs> oh, like, I was totally like. It's oh. divine. Yeah. It was, it was, and they like I asked for chocolate sauce, and the chocolate sauce they gave me was the hard shell. It was the oh, which I'd had yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And so good. they asked me if I wanted any nuts or anything like that, and I said, oh, peanuts. And I didn't get peanuts. I got some kind of crispy. Were they like they were like probably like praline? Melted your mouth. I don't know what the hell it was. <laughs> That's one of the toppings. I was like, oh, I don't even know what I'm eating, it's but so it's good, crispy. Dude. And I saw on the toppings list they have pie crust as yeah. a topping. Yeah. Wow, crisp. Yeah, whatever crisp is. Yeah. So on your way home, I wonder if you might like, guys want to pick a pit. I wonder if uh, the crisp stuff, stuff is dangerous like to me. A, uh, rice crispy kind of situation. I wonder. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Ruby Joel ice cream. Yeah. Bill approved. And literally half a block away from my house. No, yeah, that's, which is that's which dangerous. Is, I was Jesus gonna say it's Christ. so good. Bill, Already friends, bad enough as it is. Believe it or not, this is a part of our podcast where we do the Geek Week in review. This is where Bill has notes from the week that was, and I'm reading them and slash learning about them. Oftentimes, yeah, if you actually for the, the first shows. time. She, she can lean over I can, my shoulder. I can lean over. I'm good. Uh, so first in the Geek Week in review, Bill notes. 
Annie, please explain the new Dragon Age Inquisition DLC to Bill. Okay. All right. Yesterday, your internet goes down. But I have an all-you-can-eat data plan on my <laughs> cell phone. So I streamed the... Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition panel from PAX and I have all the hot deets. So yesterday there was a leak, the tra the trailer for this um, DLC they planned to show, the Spanish version leaked out on the internet early, so but all the nerds were already all juicy about it. But at the show, the most important things, we'll get, I'll get to the DLC in a second, they announced a free patch where th there are two elements they're adding to the game. One is the Golden Nug, which is a mysterious statue what? that appears, um, will appear anywhere in, in, in your game, either in Haven or Skyhold. Okay. And any of your games going forward and you can go to it and essentially uh it's a shared cache for all your characters yeah. so all of your schematics all of your potions um they didn't say actual like equipment or supplies mm. like the raw materials for crafting and everything like that but you will all basically go to the and it basically syncs it with the cloud so with any other of your saves on that console Whoa. or any new characters you create it's essentially their I've never heard game it. plus so i was gonna yeah. say maybe the like it was gonna be some kind of witcher thing because witcher added like you know like you know, like a booth where you can like essentially a chest you can store all your stuff. That's crazy. Though. I've never heard of a game, at least a console game, yeah. where you could share basic stuff like that between different saves. Yeah, that's awesome. So instead of Fuck. so when you want to, if you want to fire that's up a new cool. character or yeah. something, you don't have to do all this grinding oh. or anything. I, I want to know if they're, they're going to share crafting things because it's one thing if you have schematics, but I still have to get the rare things. Yeah, it takes to yeah. Make it. it's almost like a little bit but. like MMOs. Like they're even doing this with Destiny, where if the game's been out for a while, they'll add like put in an element that lets you skip like the first twenty levels of game, and this is kind of like the, the, the kind of the vague console light yeah. version of that you where the good stuff you're not start. leveling up your character but at least some better equipment than you would have that you yeah. can leave for yourself essentially. Or like in Dragon Age there are these there you get random drops of schematics and yeah. you can't predict them yeah. so this way if you get something special in one game you can share it to that's not applicable to your character because there's nothing worse. So you can copy the stuff it's not like you have to sacrifice it for your main no. character. It can be shared amongst all your nice. characters. So yeah okay yeah. It's oh, really nice, nice. and Shit. it really makes the game much more appealing to think of replaying to be honest with you. They also announced this is very exciting to me yeah. Uh, new casual clothing. Yes. Because in the game, when you're in Haven or Skyhold, and you're basically your home base, like, you are fucking wear these pajamas. You are straight up in these your gym jams. Bedazzled gym <laughs> jams. Where it's got you got you got you got jewels is and titties. Is it just you or the other characters? Just you. It's, it's just your you. outfit. Nobody else is wearing pajamas. I see Josephine in her pajamas. I do nope. too. This is your casual oh, yeah, her outfit. pajamas. It's the worst part of Dragon Age. Just it so is. obnoxious. Every you, single part of it. It makes me crazy because then in all these really important conversations and things, oh, and then you're dressed like a you're freak. fucking in your fucking pajamas yeah. Yeah. or your sparkle titty pajamas. It drives me crazy. <laughs> so it doesn't look good on either gender because we played boys, any and we race, play girls, and, mm -hmm. they all look so awful. So what's, what's yeah. the new casual? They haven't. I mean, they just mentioned it during the panel oh, and I was streaming it on my phone yeah. this big but it looked like there were like 20 new outfits like they had they had outerwear they had casual gear like all sorts of stuff and they were like it took a long time because we had to test them all these outfits and all oh, these yeah. fucking cutscenes and stuff but he was like it was a big criticism that we really wanted to get back so I thought it was really it was actually really sweet they're like alright no more sparkles. so days. when does that come out? Uh, they it's implied it's a free patch this is not part of the DLC it, it's along with they had tinted armor and like a stared ca uh, a cache for all your stuff well that week. That's cool. And pro well, I don't know. I think it's going to come out next week, or it should be on the 8th, because that's the day when they have new DLC coming out. <gasps> new DLC. Um, so, Bill, allow me to explain the DLC to you. Mm. So, the end of Dragon Age Inquisition, 
It's kind of intense. Well, because, like, yes, you know. Well, the stage they set in Inquisition is nuts because the whole point in Inquisition is that this is a world of conflict with all these various um, parties who are battling against each other, and you are, as the Inquisitor, bring together all these various peoples who are normally allied against each other yeah. in, to a, to face a common foe. Mm-hmm. But in in, the, in to do so, you've created this huge political, politically important um, military militarized yeah. force. Yeah. And then the threat is gone, and you still exist. Yeah, you've created, you've molded everyone into a giant army. Yeah, yeah. But, and, but the thing you've is, you've molded is that everyone into a giant army that follows you. That's a yeah. dis- that's distinct Does from your all these die different. Or something? So, well, oh, okay. no, I'm explaining to you. About, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the yeah, end yeah. of Inquisition. The end of Inquisition <laughs> is you have this amazing power, and you're kind. Of, it's kind of a weird thing where you're, and everyone is kind of like, what the fuck is the Inquisition without this very particular threat? Yeah. And you know, if you play the DLC, what happened at prior Inquisitions? And it was basically weird shit, basically. And you don't, you're not going to go down that route. But the question is, like, what are you with all this power? So this DLC is actually, and also I'll say. Uh, you find out one. I don't want to spoil for you, but you're never gonna play Dragon Age Inquisition. At the end of Inquisition, I played up to Skyhold. You fuck, God. Bill. I got my dick. I got my I'm asking Bill, did you have an orgasm? Like I touched my dick. <laughs> I touched my flaccid dick I once. Hey, that was twenty hours to Skyhold. No, 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 no. I'm not. It's it's a significant investment. Yeah. But the game is long. As I balls. played like fifty playthroughs of Mega Man Two. Um. <laughs> Dragon Age exactly, Inquisition. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, at the end of Dragon Age Inquisition, you discover that your party member, Solus, is not whom he seems to be, that he is, in fact, somehow affiliated with this old dwarf, actually, oh, elvish old god. Yeah. Um, this kind of trickster sort of god. Kind of a Prometheus-like character in elven culture. It's not... We know from other characters in the game that there are people who become essentially conduits for these yeah. old gods. It's not clear if he is some sort of... Because he seems different from that. Is he some sort of manifestation? He's also expelled from the gods. Okay, like, so they don't tell you what it is, but he's, there's something going there's on. There's a then, shit yeah. ton of he's lore a, if you want to get into it. He's a Loki son of a bitch. He's a Loki-ass son of a bitch. He so, his um, peanut head. I'm glad to see that like, there's some kind of reason why he's like, yeah. The yeah. end of the game is you discover this about him and he bounces. Yeah, so, like, like, you can continue playing at the end of the game, but he is no longer part of your party because he's he, he reveals himself and disappears. Yeah. And you're just like, and basically, the way he talked about a mic drop, he basically like, hey, bitches, I'm a guy. <laughs> I'm out, and he strolls, and then you see this little bit of a stinger where you're like, "What happens?" Like very intense happens. So you're just like, the game ends, and you're like, "Son of a bitch! I don't want to go spend ten hours just like doing post game content and picking trees. I want to know what the fuck is going on with Wolf Boy." And uh, so this DLC is really cool. It took fast forward two years. Mm-hmm. And I should say, the the last party in Dragon Age Inquisition is like, you're going to all your pals, and they're like, yeah, we're going to go do this, and I'm going to do that. And like, for example, we romance Dorian. Yeah, we do. Like, Dorian is going to go, <laughs> le- he's going to go back to his town, ta- his, his culture that is hugely homophobic and hugely, like, all, and he's going to try and make things better. Like, this slaving culture, he's like, going to try, he's like, I'm going to go back and try to make things better because I can't just walk away. Dorian's mustache guy, right? Dorian's mustache guy. Dorian's. Okay. I saw a so, crazy live action Tumblr thing of like someone dressed like Dorian. And all sexy. So the thing is, is, like the climax of the game, he's like, I'm gonna have to balance in like two minutes, but we'll have one last moment together. And it's kind of a bittersweet sort of thing, and it all feels very tenuous because mm-hmm. you're like, all these balls are in the air, yeah, and uh, you're like, what the f- when the fuck are they gonna drop? This DLC is them all dropping. It's it's two years in the future. Um, you get to find out what's happened to all the characters, so it serves as an so epilogue. It's just a big playable. I was gonna say it's a big playable epilogue. But on yeah. top of that, it, yeah, exactly. And also, it seems to be like every all these little 
simmering pots that you're surrounded by, to totally have a terrible metaphor, are boiling over simultaneously. So basically all these political powers are finally like, you are too powerful, what the fuck is going on? And meanwhile, there's been this threat of the Kunari. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've never seen, like, there have been rumors of a Kunari invasion throughout all of the Dragon Age games. The Kunaris are always this threat that are, you, ex- they're gonna, they're basically in Game of Thrones, how sure you guys are all dicking around, but they're fucking zombies above the wall. This is, yeah, this and is this the, the offstage threat just ro- ready to enter stage exactly. and just, like, fuck things up. Yeah. The Kunari are the, the zombies <laughs> above the wall. Huh. And they're, so apparently this is, this is, like, all the... Have they the, said that the, 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 that this is gonna be an element in in this DLC? Yeah. Oh, the okay. Kunari are attacking. All the, the kingdoms are finally like, you're way too powerful. And well, something with your, the rift in your hand, it, something is happening and it's starting to kill you. This is the context of this DLC. And it just, it gave me shivers watching it because it's everything I want. It's like, I want to see this shit just go yeah. real. Because things are, the way it ends is just, and not to say that it's too good, but like there's so many things that are unanswered. I'm so excited. This drops next week. Yeah, September 8th. They announced oh, it right man. before it's out. I can so, see why you're middling about buying like yeah. even Mad Max because yeah. you're like, we're not going to be playing this on a weekend like, anyway. I will this play is... it for gonna, like man, 10 that'll, minutes. That'll take we're you until sink... Fallout and that's the yeah. whole fall I mean, that's for you. Much, yeah. That's pretty much what we're hoping uh-huh. for. Like, We'll sink so much time into a, into a Dragon Age Which character is going to be the first one you take into this DLC? Uh, Geraldo is our canon DLC. That's but 100% I, true. I feel badly that we deleted our Kunari um, eh. rogue because... That was the first one? That She was our first one and we didn't feel emotionally attached It would have been it would have been interesting. We didn't feel emotionally attached. What the fuck attached. with the Kunari attacking? Like that would be intense. Are you are you still playing Fallout Shelter? Yeah. Have you ever accidentally deleted someone who's exploring the wasteland for you? No. Can you I do think that? I did that today. Is that possible? There was a lady I sent out. She had like a little dress on. I wanted to see how far she can go if I just gave her the biggest gun I had because she was like <laughs> underpowered. She was like a waitress <laughs> in, in the restaurant. I was like, lady. We're gonna take you out and just see you know what, what you can do. Good we luck. give you a flamethrower. Yeah. And Enjoy. so she died uh-huh. predictably. Right. And so I went to the thing where you can spend like a thousand dollars to yeah. re- uh, bring her back to life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hit the button and suddenly the screen disappeared Uh-oh. and like she's no longer like listed as a character huh. in any of my stuff. So I don't know if there's like a delete this character button right next to revive this character, or maybe I, I hit the no, don't revive this character, make them dead in the That's wasteland crazy. forever. Mm-hmm. So just anyway, it's thinking of, I don't know what got me thinking about that. Anyway, but anyway, um, yeah. I'll think about deleted characters. Any, That's what any Dragon Age Inquisition fan worth their salt is real right juicy for this DLC. Yeah. Like, oh, man. just so that's Like, I'm gonna just sit on a bucket. <laughs> so are you still gonna play Fallout 4? Wow. Is that the grossest way I can say that? Yeah. Am I still... What with Fallout 4? You still guys are playing, uh, planning to play Fallout 4 on yeah. Xbox? Yeah, I okay. think so. Wait, what? Yeah, we have it pre-ordered for Xbox. That's what Annie's Because doing. they're gonna have console... Well, but, they're gonna have console mods for Xbox. How dare. <laughs> It's going to be the best looking, has the mods and everything like that. Yeah. I think the PlayStation 4 has something, but yeah, the mods are the big thing for... And it's, I'm sure it'll be roll out to PS4 at a later point. So, so what I don't time. know. So what we'll actually do, I mean, what needs to happen is we'll buy another TV, we'll move the PS4 into the bedroom, that's where Foley will be. Because <laughs> Foley will still be playing Far Cry. Right, right. And Foley's still playing Far Cry. Far yeah. Cry, of what are you I playing, finally, like, arena stuff? I finally figured out the arena stuff. You like, were, I saw online, I, I was online. I saw you. such a bad experience with that game doing the actual arena level Yeah, that I was like, 
fuck this noise. And then yeah. I figured out how to kill the rhino super easy. Now yeah. I don't care. Now I don't even go far enough to see a rhino. Fully, our friend Jones and I make the perfect trifecta of Far Cry players. Yeah. Because we all like doing different shit. Because I like going around and finding all the unlockables and exploring and going all the posts. Yep. Like, I do all that shit. And Jones really loves to do all the missions that we hate. Yeah. And then you like to do I'm, like well, he's doing all the action sniping stuff. Like no, Foley loves sniping. That's me. Foley yeah. will snipe all. Yeah, I'm the one that does all the assassination, eye for an eye, like all of okay. all of those missions. Like I've, I won. I did the thing where I took enough uh, outposts without being seen. Like totally, yeah. totally. Oh, that's that's like, cool. The, okay. In the entire northern Kirat, there was only one that I didn't take. Um, that only one that I got noticed at, and it was because I got bored. Well, yeah. the, the nice thing is you can replay that again, though. You, you can, can. Fuck yeah, that up, yeah, which yeah, that's yeah. I but love that you can reset any way station yeah. out but there. Boom, yeah, first time through every that time. That is, like, you're crazy. You that's didn't fantastic. Know where I was. Yeah, because I remember you, we I played stealth together, and I was of course the one setting off all the dude, Bill. But that was yep. fun. That was fun. As that was hell, fun. Yeah. And actually, when um, I would like it very much, and I will let you know when I do open up those fortresses. I would really, really love to. Um, I got my copy play. right here. Yeah. May, oh no, it's dishonored. Where's my copy? It was right I saw, here. Yeah, but I was, <laughs> it was here for a long I would, time. I would love. I would love. I would love to play it with you. Oh because no, it's right under the. Okay, yeah, it it's is right there. Super fun, and it's yeah, it's a game. That's oh. Jones has been coming over for the past couple weekends and just and just playing more Far Cry Four and 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 yeah, it's been the one big complaint I've heard about the Mad Max game. It's totally the Far Cry Ubisoft. Yeah thing where it's like open world there's a tower well, here to unlocked fair, i'm sure it's the just cry just cause yeah just cry well it's the just cause just people cry. made the thing just yeah which cry. also does the symbol just cry <laughs> just cry you baby <laughs> you what's the uh, what's the m- m- bam bam what's the m- you, bam bam you cool baby you cool oh you baby. cool baby you cool baby Fuck. That anyway, is a good show. Believe it or not, this is the Geek Week interview. Yeah, we need to more. This uh, is only the first item. I love Dragon Age Inquisition. I got. I actually screamed out loud in my <laughs> empty house while full because Foley was off skyping and and I was all my own. And like we had no internet and like for some reason we had all the lights out. It was as if there were no utilities except for the warm glow of my phone as I screamed about this. Introducing Double Fine's Headlander, a cross between Lunarlander and 2D Metroidvania exploratory slash action gameplay. Uh, this was one of the, um, uh, fuck, what is it? Amnesia Fortnite prototypes. It's totally, lo- I could totally see that coming out of there where someone's like randomly like, what if Lunar Lander, like, instead of like a little rocket ship, a moon ship, you're trying to land on an alien planet, what if it was a disembodied head trying to land on different people's shoulders? Yeah. And, well, it also seems partially inspired by, what was the game where your little nesting doll? And you can oh, uh, like, nest stacked. into other people and like stacked. do stuff as them. It's kind of the similar thing where it seems like you're taking on different personas in this well, world. I, it reminded like, me a little can, more like, of your human some, head can land there... on a dog and you take control oh, of the dog. That zombie game. That zombie game that was like an Xbox One game. Where it was like what was oh, it? Fred the zom- zombie. Stubbs the zombie. Yeah. Where you, you could take your hand. Your hand could go off and possess people, and similar then you could have like their that, yeah. abilities. Well, go, kind of ghost trick. That there, there is yeah. kind of like a possession yeah. video game, like mini like a tactical genre. possession. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Headlander, it's, uh, it was an idea by Lee Petty, who's the art director at, uh, Double Fine, who, who pretty much ran the art show for so many fine games, and, uh, I will not play it, but... Why? Because it is so not... Double, I love Double Fine, I love their aesthetic, and I love all that shit, I don't actually want to play these games. Like, this is not my sort of game at all. That's okay. We're allowed to like different things. Yeah. I'm just glad that Double Fine is... Double is... Fine does not do good with... They're not much of an action game company. 
And this looks... Well, no, because it kind of looks like a 2D Metroidvania yeah. at the same time. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm little... all about them doing smaller, faster games. Yeah. It's good. Looks it's really cool. Good. I love, like, the like yeah. retro 70s. Even the logo kind of looks like... Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... really it's, nicely it's, done. You know, it's got like, all the bloom lighting and everything like that. It's really But, yeah, that's, Double Fine games are always more interesting than they are in concept than they are in execution. Well, and I'll, I tend to do these games that I just am not terribly interested in playing. Like, yeah. I enjoyed Stacked. But on that, that's I liked was, Costume yeah. Quest... But, like, um, Trench wasn't really for me, and um, fucking uh, other games they've done. <laughs> the Cave. Well, you weren't a big fan of The Cave. Well, I, I did like The Cave for a lot of reasons. I didn't like... Well, I thought The Cave was... Playing The Cave with Dylan was fun as, like, two-player little, like, right. co-op thing. Not even, not even co-op. We weren't even passing the controller back and forth, but two people just trying to figure yeah. out puzzles and stuff like that. That crashed on us, like, three times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So, but that was fun. I'm glad to see if they're still knocking out stuff, especially because yeah. I know they had a big project fall through earlier this year. Yeah. Had to fire a whole bunch of people, then rehire a whole bunch of people. So, yeah. glad to see they're still trucking yeah, along. I believe in... Th- I will still buy it and then probably not play it. <laughs> I'm probably going to buy a little bit. It looks like a fun You're game. You're with your dollars. Bad You're going to buy Highlander. I'm going to buy a bunch of Star Wars action figures. <laughs> You're so brave. Disney Bill. needs my money. Uh, Mick Whopper for Peace Day. Mick, what? Did you hear about this? You told me about it while we were waiting in line for Burger King. That's right. It's actually I it got it. You know what? It worked because I was like Whopper, Whopper. I want a Whopper, and we went to Burger King for dinner. Whoppers that night. are the best fast food burgers. I've never had five guys. In terms of like national wide franchise, yeah. like yeah. you can like in uh, in every city. They are yeah. a burger that actually tastes like a fucking burger. Yeah, they're yeah. big. Cause like a Big Mac doesn't taste like a burger. No. Big Mac is like Wendy's mostly like airy cardboard yeah. bread. That's all. So it seems like so so this the, whole thing is the special it's sauce Burger is King. They created a website saying, "Hey McDonald's, I've never heard of Peace Day before, but they're like in honor of Peace Day, why don't we get together and essentially make a Whopper that's mm-hmm. stacked like a Big Mac where there's a piece of bread in it and there's like two essentially two hamburgers stacked on top of each other yeah. okay. with a piece of bread like separating the two. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if it's just the Whopper ingredient. Right. It's just Whopper stuff, but like twice as much. I thought they were proposing that it'd be like a mix of Whopper and What would they be in the mix? Unless they just have like the Thousand Island dressing that's secret sauce. Well, I, mean, the I, I, I thought they were going to, the implication was going to be both be a, meat a Burger and King cheese. and a Mc, Well, how do you mix patty? it up more than that? Because it's still, I mean, I, let's put it this way. The preferable thing would just like, it's a supersized Whopper. Whopper. <laughs> yeah. Because McDonald's burgers, because I had a Big Mac not that long ago, just just too. to see what a Big Mac is like. That wasn't terrible. It was like, but you think like the Whopper's bigger and it's juicy and it's yeah. got stuff. So what's your favorite burger, Foley? Ones I make. Yeah. Well, I know, but I'm saying um, between like, yeah, if you had I, you to know, like, every time we go within, to, within an hour's we, drive of your we house. We don't, we don't go to, um, go to uh, fast food as often um, yeah. anymore. Um, but anytime that Annie has ever gotten a Whopper, I always like take a bite of it and go, "What I made, I chose poorly. <laughs> like I did not make a good decision because I'll get like a terrible thing." I don't know. There's, I mean, the Whoppers are really good because they actually, I mean, they legitimately taste like a, a hamburger. Yeah, taste, you can. There's I meat mean, and there's cheese and there's yeah, ingredients. Yeah, yeah I it's, believe it's, that this was once a cow. Mm-hmm. I have 100. Yeah. percent Bur- Burger King was always my favorite as a kid yeah, too. Yeah. So and they make onion rings. So yeah, fuck when fuck I was a kid, Burger King had like the collector's glass, like the mup, great muffin okay. paper and that shit. So this is the ingredients of McWhopper. I found it. Take six parts Big Mac, the top bun, the all beef patty, cheese, lettuce, special sauce, middle bun, and then the other half are Whopper, uh, tomato, onion, ketchup, pickles, flame grilled patty. Bottom bun. So they really are talking about taking the top half of Mc, of a Mc, yeah. big, but the Big Mac is way smaller. 
It's yeah. it wouldn't look like the picture they're It'd illustrating. A, where it would be like it's 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 the Ninjago Temple where you have a smaller thing on top of the much a larger fat base. bottom girl. Oh my yeah. god! Did you read McDonald's response? What is no. It? So so Burger King did right. this whole cute See, this website. Is thing. I assume McDonald's. How do you not do this and already? Ha- this sounds like a thing that's already going to happen anyway. This is Mc- This is just the say? fake marketing of like, hey McDonald's, you want to do? Well, so it was a marketing really? stunt. This was McDonald's official answer. Oh, I thought McDonald's- it looks like it was posted to Facebook, the official McDonald's Facebook. Dear Burger King. Inspiration for good cause. Great idea. We love the intention, but think our two brands could do something bigger to make a difference. We could commit to raise awareness worldwide. Perhaps you'll join us in a meaningful global effort. And every day, let's acknowledge that between us, there is simply a friendly business competition and certainly not the unequaled circumstances of the real pain and suffering of war. We'll be in touch. Steve McDonald, CEO. P.S. A simple phone call will do next time. What? Wow. wow. <laughs> they are really be like, wow. They, wow. Are, they are the unfun. Like, when you have a neighborhood party, they're the ones, they're that one house that doesn't participate and calls the cops. Well, they're, I can't see that if, if Peace Day is actually like a global call for the end of conflict, like uh-huh. actual conflict, uh-huh. like that, that results in human deaths. This isn't really callow. Well, again, it's a callow marketing tactic. Yeah, but. That is funny for McDonald's of all people. Like, to take a real serious... To take, take, like, such a weird high ground on this stuff. When when your mascot is a fucking clown. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly! A serious Ronald McDonald face. (laughs) Imagine Ronald McDonald typing that. Yeah, that's what I wanted. Dear Burger King, you have gone too far. Smokes a pipe. Yeah. I know I'm typically all fun also, games. Okay. Birdie's just shaking her head. Grimacey's just like, he just wants to fucking punch someone. It's like, how okay. can you make light of this? In all honesty, what? How will Burger King and McDonald's end war? Um, what is Steve proposing here? Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, what the hell? Well, how does McDonald's, McDonald's knows Bono. Okay, so they're going to do... They're gonna take. They're gonna make a McWhopper and put and stuff it into the nozzle of every gun on Earth and jam them. Feed no, them. no, you just feed feed armies with them until they die. They until they can't move. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, you you this is such a weird every thing. Every nuclear bomb with secret. Because like sauce. I said, I just assumed this is like they had reached some kind of secret marketing deal, and no. this is no. just their first volley where they could just Man, gonna no. pretend that that's Ma- no, McDonald's was, would play coy. This was Burger King trying to be cute and funny, and this <laughs> is McDonald's saying, just like. Talk to Colonel Sanders now. It's playing my Watts' face. You don't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Oh God, I don't want to know what that result would be. Actually, man, like a Burger King with like some like like original KFC on top, like a chicken plank bone. God, this makes me sick just think about. Oh my God. In other news, Amazon now has one hour delivery in Portland. What? Which, weirdly enough, also delivers groceries from new seasons and a cupcake bakery. They'll yeah. deliver a whole bakery, huh? There's a, like, was it Mother Which Jones Cupcake Company? Oh, yeah. Same so, thing. like, if you go to Amazon right now, uh-huh. I guess, like, one-hour delivery is something they're trying to spread through all throughout the country. Yeah. And I guess Seattle was, like, the first place. There's a couple test markets. I guess right. Portland is the newest one. I know they did it in one. San Francisco, too. Yeah. yeah. And so, but you can't do it through the website. You have to do, like, download an app on your phone. I guess either Android or iOS. So I download just see what it is. And it really is. I thought I thought they would charge you extra. Yeah. But I was like, no. I could actually just on a whim just order a PlayStation 4 or a whole bunch of games and have it delivered to my house within an hour. So there must be this like 
little like Amazon way station somewhere here in some town, like, some just like filled s- with like rudimentary things. Like here's toilet paper and PlayStation fours and wow. like Wii mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but they also through the same app you can also get delivery one hour delivery from like New Seasons and World Foods, which I've never heard of before. According to the website, they seem to sell mostly cheeses from around the world. <laughs> but this is weird. And also, Amazon did announce that they're also going to try to do uh, one-hour booze delivery. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's, That's been the big thing. that, Like, when I moved to Portland, I was like, I, for the first time, I was like, why the fuck can I just have someone deliver me alcohol? They're talking about it. They're trying to get it done. Wow. Which, I don't know. Can you get, like, booze delivery from no, Amazon? The, oh, it no, is no, just, no, you can't. Well, that's just a big leap to go from well, no boost to suddenly like, wallet. You can only do one hour because the uh, the issues with shipping alcohol oh, like, through state across lines state lines. Like, like what if point. it's a Drake? That county, totally makes sense. Why county, they could do say, one hour like, more than wow. So which is great. Because, that's really bad. I don't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> guys, don't, don't. Why'd you do I that? I'm, did I hey, say booze? I'm ice cream. What else? What else well, we actually, got? for beer, there have been times I'm like, I want beer. Well, then you get but booze, I also yeah. have a fucking wine. I have a fucking convenience store two seconds outside my door that literally is just a beer dispensary. You, know, you, also you have, have your selection. I do. I, we have actually three convenience stores within a half mile of our door. Yeah. I've got now a Ruby Jewel a blo- half a block away from my place. I try not to say too many details so that someone can't triangulate our exact location. So. You guys I live. visit? Yeah. Can I say hello? <laughs> can I see Bailey? <laughs> Bailey's so, so cool. shotgun. <laughs> um, the actress who played Rayanne on My So-Called Life is now an English countess. I think we had mentioned about how this actress... Really? So you've seen My Soul Called Love, right? I have never seen I'm extra glad that you're yes. here now, especially because, uh, yeah, right, you I'm know ready. what? So, yeah, yeah Ray so Ann, not just me blinking. The cool, blinking. hot friend. Right, the cool, hot friend. <laughs> so she had married into the English... Uh, really? Into the English royalty, like, like a couple years ago. Interesting. We, I, I mentioned this as a uh, Geek Week News and Review thing. And I, I guess her husband's parents died, finally. Oh. So now he's a full Finally! Well, <laughs> may have been murdered in his sleep. <laughs> okay, so now he's, a, he's she's a countess. She's an official countess. He is now the Count of Dracula uh-huh. of Chocula, uh-huh. and she is the Countess of Chocula. Y'all think officially. she's the hot? Friend? She was. She was. No, you friend. have to watch the show. I don't know if it comes across in the still images, <laughs> it, but it, she was. It real don't because it's nineties. Yeah, but she was the, she hot, was friend. the hot friend. She was the hot Wait, friend. Wait, what the hell are you looking at? Yeah. Just a Google image search for Ray and my so-called life. Yeah. That is so bad. What I, know, <laughs> what I know of y'all and your respective boners, what this is very okay, I, I would like to clarify. This is like if I looked up Dorian and some fat dwarf with a mustache. <laughs> I would like to clarify. This, this, yeah. yeah! I would like to clarify. She was just, I mean, when you had, like, Claire Danes, nerdy, <laughs> it like, was also nerdy the 90s. It was the I'm 90s. Not, it was the 90s. Yeah. You had nerdy, it was like 1992 said, even. Nerdy said like Claire Danes, and then you had that girl. She was the cool girl. Yes. Yeah. She was the cool friend. And she was kind of a lush and kind of a, like, yeah. fucked up, but she was also kind of funny and smart and kind of, like, mature beyond her years, but always kind of, like, over her head a little bit. Yeah, and she just, loved like, that finger pop. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. shocked. All the shit, like Claire Danes. Claire Danes, she's gonna be a virgin until she's ninety. <laughs> type in, okay, whatever you look for. And her friend is like, I, I get it on the Type red. in vampire at the end of whatever you search for. Because she dresses a vampire for Halloween and like, how you doing? I don't even like vampires, but yeah, I'm just saying. She almost spontaneously developed a vampire. She fetish. is my, she's down to Abby now. Oh, there you go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> what was that? You guys have the worst Google. <laughs> 
Oh my god. And he's got anyway, oh, I do actually. So she is now royalty. Good wow. on her. She's English royalty. Good. Yeah, that's like good oh, for she's, her. She's living. They said she has moved into the castle. Yeah, she's like my she's, so-called, my so-called castle. Yeah. 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 I'm in the UK. Oh, this is like this Can is I great. just say hi and touch your feet? Because this sounds <laughs> me if there is a message board somewhere from 1998 that has this exact <laughs> premise yeah. in fan fiction. Oh, the oh friend Wiki, the gay Latino guy. No, that's... Yeah. Oh, and the Joker was the guy she lusted after. What's his face? He was no. the Joker now. No, 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 no. No, it is. It's, it's, it's Jared Leto? Jared Leto. He's yeah, playing he's the, Joker. the Joker. He's the, the new Joker in really? the new DC... He In the Suicide Squad, he, in the trailer, he shows up for two seconds. He's Hold got, on. like, silver Hold teeth on. and shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> so okay. they all made out. Okay, so Claire Danes, she Claire, got killed I mean, the Little Women. <laughs> yeah, now she's in Homeland. She died because someone opened a window in <laughs> Little Women. She's nominated for like Best Emmy Award this year. Uh, yeah, Homeland is the Homeland is apparently really, really fucking good. Yeah, whatever. Jared okay. Leto's the Joker. She's uh-huh. a fucking English countess. Yeah. Ricky, no one gives a shit Ricky, about, I guess, because he's I mean, just whatever. Ricky, yeah. Ricky was a fuck up on the show. I guess maybe he there's the, yeah, it, was. It, was, it was also a documentary for he's the not actor. Like, he's not like hosting Family Feud or anything like that, but you know, well, it's close. kind of a cool gig for right. a week. Okay, so anyway, can I continue yeah. the game here? <laughs> um, uh, Want to buy the Rocketeer's helmet for 27K? Jennifer Connelly's white Rocketeer dress for 9000 <laughs> I've got 9000 Bell, I'm gonna just stop right there and just think about that. I can I can return the Millennium Falcon. (laughs) Uh, Or Lilu's Multiplast for ten thousand dollars. The Prop Store of London will make that happen. They're having an auction at the end of uh, uh, September. They put out the catalog. I have never wanted a movie prop in my life, but I would kind of almost. I mean, I wouldn't. But like, because again, where the fuck am I gonna do with it? Where where am I gonna put it? But there's like, man, Jennifer Connelly. That was like such a moment of like. Like, for me as a child, where I was like, that is, like, what a woman should be. No. Like, she, I was like, and it wasn't even, like, ent- entirely, like, a sexually awakening. It was, like, the first time I was like, that was the first time I'd seen a beautiful woman where I felt like that is what, like, you, a woman, you she should She is do. the genetic archetype. Yeah. Of, like, yeah, if you were going to clone humanity... And like, like send like a like a Titan AE thing. We're just gonna send genetic samples mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. clone an alien planet. You get Jennifer Collins' genes. Man, you get I her not... and like Steve Buscemi. Oh, <laughs> I, have not, I have not seen the Rocketeer. I think since I have not theaters. seen this with theaters. I remember theaters going. <laughs> it was a huge movie for me. I don't know if I ever. I kind of want to rewatch it, and I kind of want to never rewatch it. Had it had the two Billies in it. It had the, it had the two Billies. Billies. Which it had Billy Crudup. And Billy Zane. Billy, Billy Crudup in that? Billy, I mean, yeah. What's Billy Crudup play? He's the fucking Rocketeer. Is he? No, is it? Billy? I think it isn't Billy Crudup the guy from Almost Famous. No. Billy Zane's in that. Billy Zane is. What's in Billy Zane play? He's in Titanic. He's the, he's the pretty yeah, hot boy in that, isn't he? In Rocketeer too. Rocketeer Billy Zane was one of Biff's gang members in Back to the Future. Oh my God, he was. Oh, yeah. do, you, do you do you do you like Billy Zane? Because I do have the Titanic Blu-ray. <laughs> oh no, no, no. He's not like that. Have you seen he's got a bald? Yeah, because like they show him the making up features, he can't totally bald. Yeah, I don't need to see him table flip. I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, but that's the thing that killed me was like, what? So this catalog, her titties don't look that big in the dress. I'm like, I was kind of like, they look like normal. It looks like a dress. Yeah, actually, normal. Because in my my mind, I'm thinking what Jennifer Collins' white dress from that that thing looks like, and I'm thinking. I'm like, imagining like the terrible. <laughs> you know, there's sometimes. 
sometimes you find the fan art where it's like not not necessarily inflation, but it's not not inflation Boobie fetish, inflation? like breast it's just expansion like, or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. and you find and it's usually not super well drawn because it's someone who is really focused. That's in what I'm picturing in my head. That's, that's exactly looks like. where you are. I'd buy that. Just wear it as a it's mask. Like heavily photoshopped, like a lot of gleaming edges. Oh, but yeah, no, that that auction is crazy because they have all back, back to the Future. It's a scattershot <laughs> of everything. But the yeah. big headlining thing is the Rocketeer stuff. They have a uh, spot one of Swax uniforms from the original yeah. Star Trek series, which is a big thing because Leonard Nimoy did. But mm. yeah, they have everything like Lilo's multi pass. They have all kinds of random don't, shit. Don't look at it. I won't. I won't okay. click that link. Right. Yeah. Uh, Omide Poro Poro is you pronounce getting, that right. Did I? Uh, getting a theatrical release in the U.S. for the first time next year. Uh, this is uh, in the U.S. It's known as Only Yesterday. I only typed in uh, its Japanese name because, well, that's what Joshin calls it. Because did you want to see if I can say it right? I just want to see because, like, I would never guess. Yeah, it's Omide Poro Poro. Yeah, it's um, it's the one Stu Ghibli movie that nothing interesting happens. <laughs> it's about it's like Totoro. If you remove Totoro from it, it's about okay. It's about like this thirty-year-old lady in like uh-huh. nineteen ninety Japan. Okay, who has spends half the movie just reflecting on her childhood in nineteen sixties Japan, while she's also. Uh, for summer vacation, she like that doesn't quit her job, but like for three months during the summer, she decides to go work at a farm out in the country. That is the whole movie. Huh. The movie ends with her like, okay, I'm gonna go back to Tokyo and go back to my like receptionist job. Okay, that is the end of the movie. Okay. No flying cat buses or anything like that. But it's kind of known. Is as, it like, a Miyazaki movie? It's not Miyazaki. It's the other big guy who makes direct. Okay. He's it's the same guy. It's Takahashi who also directed. Guy. Yeah. Oh, Takahata. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lord, uh, Lord, Lord of the Fire. Lord of the Fire. Grave of the Fireflies. Lord of the Fireflies. Yeah, that's, that's, that got that's the best combination. Yeah, that's a fucked up yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Those are just... two fucked up movies that I don't need. Piggy dies. <laughs> no, I don't. I, no, I don't even want to make these jokes. These jokes. I can't eat these jokes. Make me hurt just thinking about, about them. We're mixing two fictional characters. Uh, Galaxy Quest series picked up by Amazon for development. Mm. Uh, no guarantee that's ever going to actually turn into anything, but Amazon did pick up the option to say, hey, we can make a Galaxy Quest. No, don't know what that'd be about, because the Galaxy Quest is, is like, good 15 years old. Yeah, and also, actors like, are older. Tim Allen and, like, what are you going to say, like, those characters? Like, you could, though you could have it be about a next generation, like, well, that could be, Exactly, that could be the joke. Ge- I get know the we white, talked about this at some point. Oh, that would be kind of funny if they did a White Hot American Summer and just said, oh, it's 15 years later. The or best part would be no time has passed. It's like the only character who was a carryover was Sam Rockwell's character like make it about him <laughs> yeah he was the best part make it really cheap because like it just be him just being an actor in hollywood kind of like i was on galaxy it's Quest. just a cut of moon that's <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> nice. weird uh, um toshiro mifune is finally getting a star on the hollywood walk of fame yeah fucking mention right. that because he's awesome and also and he has a big boulder I have a, Bully, he's I beautiful huge crush on toshiro mifune he's a badass guy oh, oh you get man. him and jennifer connelly dna going out yeah. to, to, to yeah. saturn yeah damn yeah Damn. That would be, yeah, fucking sleek-ass-looking motherfucking I, people. Because yeah. that was the thing, because Toshiro Mufune had, like, a really good sense of style. Yeah, like, he always had those, like, three-piece suits and shit Damn. like that. Hold on. I know, we're both going to just go to a place for a while. Or Toshiro Mufune. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, okay, anyway, uh, continuing on. Um, a Borderlands movie? Question no. mark? So, I guess Lionsgate has picked up the rights to try to turn Borderlands the video game. What is Lionsgate not video picked game? up a license for? Uh, not only that, this is going to be produced by the same people who ran Spider-Man into the ground with the, like, <laughs> the Spider-Man movies. Great. So everyone's just... But it's the entire internet except for, like, Ain't It Cool.com because they don't know anything about anything or, like... But Ain't It Cool, Bill? Yeah, Ain't It Cool. Uh, I'm sure... They're, like, they, they were, like, dude, you don't understand. This could be a landmark 
thing for video games. This could be the first great video game movie. Could it? Yeah, they said that when Lionsgate picked up the fucking Mass Effect movie like three years ago. I know, exactly. And we haven't heard anything from it. Uh, so even if this comes out, it's just going to be like a cut-rate wannabe Fury Road. Because you can totally tell that oh, the yeah. pitch for this is like, what if Fury Road had half the budget and none Twice of the social funny. commentary? Yeah. yeah, and had like a fucking annoying robot who talked at you. <laughs> do, you and... do you think Do you think that Lionsgate is basically just like a dragon for video game licenses? <laughs> Buy video game licenses and sit on them. Shiny, yeah, I, I sit like on that. It. That's really, honestly, that's the best possible way. Yeah, for these things because you want to drive. It's so weird that you love Tales from the Borderlands so much, but like, that, like Tales from, the, Tales from the Borderlands is is totally because because I, I did we did play a little bit of Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just it's not just not much Borderlands not a bad game. Tales it's not. From the Borderlands it's is more about people. Yeah, I... it's like I like it because I really feel like it's like kind of the the holistically best Telltale game. I yeah. just want. That movie to exist, not even the whole movie, just just, just like for maybe Ashley and Anthony Birch to get a payday. Out of just like, <laughs> yeah, okay. If they put Tiny Tina in the movie, yeah. or like well, Anthony Birch, he wrote the second game, which everyone hates because it's so like meme centric and stuff. But like, I still like those guys. But yeah, mm-hmm. little T. Terrible yeah. first image of Michael Fassbender from the Assassin's Creed movie. He looks like a big lipped toy. He does. Did you it see that really picture? It's bad. Some, and his eyeball is one like he looks. It doesn't look. It real. looks like a rendering. Yeah. yeah. And his lips just like. He look a so it's getting great bubble. because this week I saw gl- glimpses of the two star-led um, Ubisoft movie franchises. We saw that from uh, Michael Fassbender and his uh, fucking Assassin's Creed movie, mm-hmm. and then uh, Charlie Chu from the podcast Charlie Chu this week um, tweeted at us that Tom Hardy has been doing a lot of dubstep or uh, uh, dub, dub smash, dubstep. Dub, yeah. You know the site where people can do lip syncing and stuff. Tom yeah, Hardy's Haley Atwell does yeah. a lot of that. It's fucking awesome. Tom Hardy's done a ton of it. And uh, uh, what's really cute is the way this came to light is that he did some 50 Cent, and 50 Cent posted it to his Instagram. Oh, yeah? And uh, But anyway, a, a bunch of them, it's very... I mean, Tom Hardy is working on this Splinter Cell movie right now, but it's really clear that he's in the middle of that because he's with his like little SMGs and his little scarf, like his little uh, military it's, scarf. It's a Kiafi. And a, excuse me, he's Kiafi. They're really doing a Splinter Cell movie? Oh, we yeah. We probably talked about this on the Tom podcast, Hardy's but I forgot right, about that. Uh, on the writing team, dude. He's producing it. I think that's the same thing with Fossbender. That's how they got these guys. Wow. <laughs> I think so. Um, Foss- that's Foss- how they Foss- got these guys. Because they went to these guys and they're like, you're big stars. We want to attach to these games movies but so to oh, get you if, to do it yeah we'll let you have creative, you're gonna have control. creative control yeah so you know yeah Err, so. burr, burr. we'll see how it goes <laughs> um uh, let's see ridley scott's next movie will be prometheus 2 which will also shove back the district 9 dudes alien 5 a year or so to 2015 to 2000 you guys really dug prometheus 2 are you excited about a sequel or you guys dug the original prometheus uh, i I mean, it'd be interesting just because uh, the end of that first movie was so transparently, let's go on an adventure. Yeah, I kind of wonder what if they're really going to stick with that. Anything. It'd be kind of ballsy if they do. Yeah. 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 I really liked it. Um, I liked the, I also, after learning more, liked the movie it was going to be Uh before they didn't let it happen. Um, I can't remember what it was. It's it's been long enough now. Yeah. Always happens to Ridley Scott movies, and so like he he's phoned in a lot, yeah. and I was just so hopeful that it was going to be better than it was. Still, visually, no, it's a beautiful movie. It's, a beautiful it's one of the movie. best looking science fiction movies ever. It yeah. is. It is. And so like, uh, I still love the cast and everybody's yeah. everybody's complaints about it and everything. I'm like, fine, fine. Visually, it's. it's I'll watch beautiful. what's her butt with an axe all oh day and God, all I night. Totally, Numira, Numira, Numira pace. pace. And Charlize so Theron being like a, a stone cold bitch. Like yeah. she was amazing. Yeah, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. 
yeah. She, and she's great. I haven't she's watched terrifying. it since uh, the Blu-ray came out, like, you know, like so, six months after the movie um, did, like three years ago. It's kind of ballsy to have the idea of a sequel that's just Michael Fassbender's head and... See, and... that's what I'm wondering, because it seems like you're obligated to have more human characters, unless it's really going to be like almost like a Wizard of Oz thing, where it's her yeah. and Michael Fassbender's yeah. head in a bag going off to an alien planet. A part of me feels like saying, they hey, won't do that because it's too risky and weird, Yeah, but I really want them to. That's, yeah. I mean, Ridley Scott, you think that would be the appeal of doing it, because it yeah. would be so, di- and it's so different from the first one, too, yeah. instead of just revisiting alien it actually yeah. gets a chance to turn into its own thing like do finally. all the alien worlds and like fucking yeah. just do some crazy see what the engineer's home world looks like yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of potential yeah. for doing weird shit it's gonna be two hours of her talking to people that are 12 feet tall who don't speak english going, or it's beep, gonna beep. be a fucking rescue mission or yeah. something like it's yeah gonna be a rescue mission that goes and they get fucked up too <sighs> be well, it turns into aliens at that point exactly then, yeah, because it's, it's, seriously well. want it to be pretty uh two seconds of the new star wars footage showing who the new bad guy is getting ready to fight did in you see dark this? snowy woods i did i i try not literally to see it's one new shot yeah. that everyone was going yeah, yeah! Did you see this uh, i've seen the, the, the gifts yeah the gifts of <laughs> that's all fit yeah, in his yeah. i mean i'm on tumblr yeah. Oh, that's so, all you need to know, you know yeah, then. Yeah. But yeah, it's Finn with the fucking lightsaber. Luke's light- lightsaber from the original Star oh, Wars. Is it? That's is it? the one he lost, which at some point they're going to have to explain like how he got his goddamn lightsaber back because his hand yeah. got chopped off with yeah. that. But yeah. yeah. Also in that little bit of, a, I don't know, it's like, it really is just like an Instagram teaser because it's yeah. only like, not even a full teaser trailer. It's like 10 seconds long. Yeah. yeah. But the melody of the music, it's new John Williams music and it's just yeah. three repeating notes. It's the it's three, re- yeah. it's the opening of the Imperial March. Dun, dun, dun. That's the, all the music for this thing. Oh, that and is. at the very end, it switches up and it's a little dun 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 dun. It's it like, oh, I so, didn't make that connection. Even though it's really sick because it's only three Fucking repeating stars. notes, but it's like just a little bit. Yeah, so the only, the only Star Wars related thing, and this is probably like older, is, is the whole thing about the uh, community manager. Uh, oh yeah, that was really great. What Did happened? you see this? Where they post a picture of what's her name, uh, Gwendolyn, Gwendolyn Christie? Christie. They posted a picture of her stormtrooper outfit, and one oh, of the comments was, yeah. uh, "I can't even tell it's a woman. Like yeah. this doesn't look particularly feminine." Basically, basically yeah. it was, "I, I don't can't think this wait to this." Enough. Yeah, and I can't even tell it's a woman. Yeah, and the community manager said it's a woman in armor. What else do you need? What else the fuck do you need? Yeah, and that's the actual Star Wars Facebook account. I really yeah. love the commentary. I first saw a screen cap of that on Twitter with the caption. Uh, the community manager shot first, <laughs> which I really like. Yeah. God, there's that's going to be a big conversation in the wake of the Star Wars stuff, especially with like yeah, you know man. Captain Phasma being like the new Boba Fett and all that stuff. Yeah, so go be good. It's going to be more of a like don't this. Be good. This is not going to be dark corners of the internet where it's going to be guys complaining, but this is going to yeah. start moving back to the central mainstream pop culture thing of like guys' ownership over pop culture and like yeah. especially because it really does look like you've got a female who is the new Luke, Luke Skywalker of this yeah, year, yeah. which is kind of extra weird because you see Finn with like the lightsaber. But like in the marketing, everything it's the ladies she's, really. She's, yeah, she's, she's the, the first person. She's the yeah. center of all the posters and everything. You could make you could make like, maybe an argument that um for marketing purposes, like in like I mean they put it in the posters, but like that in like they need to engage the young dude, young buck demographic. Yeah. You know? Well, so they're gonna put the dude front you, center. The, she's running around with a staff and all the stuff yeah. we've seen. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she just ends up with a double bladed Darth Maul lightsaber. Like mm-hmm. it's a good yeah. guy, good guy version eventually. Yeah. So she just makes her yeah. own. Um. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is playing a good guy after all in Rogue One. Yeah, that's the news this week. That's the first half of the news. Yeah. And is being courted to play the bad guy in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, I, how was he not Doctor Strange? I mean, Cumberbatch, that's not a bad choice. <laughs> because you don't want to fuck Mads Mikkelsen unless... Wait. No, no, no. Okay, well, I don't, depending okay, on which one you're watching. Yeah. Excuse oh. me. I would fuck Mads Mikkelsen, but I'm saying the average Marvel fan... Would you fuck... 
him as Hannibal no. Hector? Yeah. Well, if he promised not to do anything. He's really pretty. <laughs> He's yeah. a be- I would fuck him as um one He's- eye. Fuck yeah. He's a neat-looking um, man. He's a really neat-looking dude, but I'm, I, what I meant to say was, when you think of the the Marvel... They cast Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, very know, deliberately. Know, yeah. They cast fucking Hemsworth also, very Also, they're not gonna cast anyone with, like, a more inscrutable accent. They're all That's true. beautiful, yeah. fuckable is... men. Traditionally beautiful, fuckable men. Well, what, why did they cast Cumberbatch? Because there's well, a no, certain, there's a lot of people want to fuck the people who fucking wanted to fuck Snape. Yeah, the people want to fuck Loki. Like that's. Did you say Loki is in some kind of Guillermo del Toro gothic horror thing, Crimson Peak? I've just seen like like the poster and some shots. It's like totally Victorian gothic hmm. horror bloody mansion thing that. that's coming out in October. I mean, but actually, I do like Tom Hiddleston, even though yeah. everyone's like jerking off like Tumblr juice and all over him. <laughs> but like, I, He's do, a good actor. I like the idea He's that he actor. might be starring in a movie. Fuck, did you see the trailer for The Witches? Shit, son. Which the Witches? Is it called The Witches or just The Witch? No. When this is no. all over, oh, that's, anything that's the Blair Witch that prequel-y one? kind of thing. Uh, it's, about the, witch. it's about the um, fucking uh, settlers. Annie is called Witch, Witch is Witch. <laughs> so it's got Florence in it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah. called Sex Witch. Uh, <laughs> No, it's uh fucking looks fucking. I saw the trailer. Scared the shit out of me. I saw people saying this trailer's spooky, and I was like, oh, this this looks like the movie that everyone wanted the village to be. Exactly. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is good. This is a perfect Halloween movie, and it says coming twenty sixteen. I'm like, you stupid fuckers. What's really interesting is that I was reading this interview with the dude who was wrote and directed it because I'm like, I'm never gonna see this movie. Certainly not in theaters. (laughs) If I will be in the day during the lights on, yeah, yeah, be like all that like full brightness outside in the morning so I can leave and go outside (laughs) for a little bit. Um, uh, The dude was talking about how he really immersed himself in um, uh, materials of like the essentially the Pilgrim settlers. Like he went and read as much firsthand. Oh, I thought he meant like like in cloth, just like sat down, (laughs) just just rubbed. Like he really fucked up the museums, but just broke. Kid in the night and just um, rubbed himself. No, he immersed like, himself in that culture. It, it, he, and he used as much language from letters and journals and prayers. Also, everyone's going to be talking all stilted and stuff. As he could. Well, apparently the performances are all very naturalistic. And um, he he made a big point of like everyone having the right accents and everything, the clothes and everything. So it sounds like just from a historical film standpoint. So the witch is, really yeah, it's kind of like some kind of like, it uh, looks like like oh, some 18th century New England. It's like some kind of horror thing with pilgrim. like some kind of colony is getting mm. fucked up by some kind of like witch witch well, crap it's like shit. These, specifically like these these settlers who are, it's not they're not part of a larger settlement they're living off oh really they are just farm. like and it's like that isolation you it's like a father you guys see was it the revenant it's the new yeah. the guy who made Birdman. Yeah. oh yeah and it's leo, it's leo yeah. with the beard and they still haven't yeah. finished yet and tommy Oh, that's right. Supposedly, yeah, they have a big fight scene at the end. Because yeah. they talk about how they started filming last winter. They filmed for like nine straight months in the winter. And they weren't able to finish the film. So they're going to have to wait till it starts snowing this fall. This movie comes out like at Christmas. So they have they're to finish their fight finishing scene. finishing it? Well, they, because all the snow melted. And they're like, well, I guess we have to wait until like November that's to finish the That's why Tommy's scene. growing out his beard again. Though. Yeah, because mm. he had this beard. Yeah. We're yeah. fine with that. Okay. <laughs> so, but, yeah, because supposedly they start yeah, off no, with I... spoilers. This is what I read. But like, they're like... Like even well, it's like, about it's about like, you're like you can't yeah, really we say it's best buddies, but then we're strangling ourselves at the end. Well, of it's this, literally like. if you look in Wikipedia, you can find because it it's based on an actual dude. What's the yeah. dude? The, he, the, they they were explorers, and he his group left ditched him. Yeah, because left him he, for but Leo's the main they, character. Yeah, yeah, Leo's the main character because he was attacked by a bear, and they're like, he did not survive <laughs> that. Yeah, no. Which I wonder why he fought his friend. 
Well, and Tom Hardy, it's implied that Tom Hardy kind of knows that he oh, probably could survive. Oh, his wife or some risk. shit like that. Well, it's like they're fucking trying to survive out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's like the true. effort it would take to try and keep him alive would be wor- would like, be guarantee their own death. He's our Oscar competition, so keep <laughs> It gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh... What, yeah, what the hell were we talking Tickets about? Tickets for the Iron Giant theatrical re-release went live, and Fast and Furious claimed via Facebook that the sequel may be coming. That's a heck of a one, two, two notes in one. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, decipher this for us, Holy. Translate. <laughs> okay. okay, so Vin Diesel yeah, okay. is excited. Oh, is that your connection? Yeah! Okay, yeah, he oh, sorry. Refers to He refers to people as, as, right. as movies they've been in, and so... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that Fast and Furious is in Vin Diesel yeah. and why there will be a sequel yeah. to the Archive? Come here. I am so glad for you! Yeah. I'm so on Facebook, <laughs> out of the blue, to the point where people are like... This has got to be wishful thinking from mm-hmm. Vin Diesel because he's like, as soon as they announced, like, well, they actually announced that there was going to be a theatrical re-release, but they did confirm yeah. there was going to be a Blu-ray special edition yeah. of this of the, this like slightly remastered version of sure. the movie with like two extra deleted scenes uh, right. cut back into the movie. He on Facebook, he's like, I hope you guys are ready for a sequel or something like that. I really want it to be his Hogarth Vietnam movie. That's what I say. It yeah. will never in a million years be that though. Yeah. Never in a billion years would they make a Hogarth. But Vietnam like, is movie. anyone really going to give Brad Bird money to make an Iron Giant two? Like traditionally know. animated? Like, could mm. he even do that again? Could he even find know. the people? to like make that like yeah. I don't know I want that to be but man that game movie bombed so hard mm-hmm. cult favorite my ass it left a fucking crater like, was, some people still claim that's part of the reason for the death of 2D animation yeah. it was one of the last great hopes and what was that no uh, that was Warner Animations like Why one can't? and mm-hmm. only yeah. film and they just blame it on Harry Connick Jr. I remember like looking because I was a wee bear <laughs> looking in the newspaper <laughs> that's a good yeah. Harry Connick Jr.'s fault fuck Hank or wait, what's his character's name? Dean! Dean. James Dean. Did you see the cosplay I posted of the Dean and Hank? And no. Like Hogarth Hughes cosplay? No. Um, so Dean's hot? He just Dean knew. is one of the hottest animated oh. characters. You go fuck. You both go fuck. Okay, yourself. who are the hottest? And who are the uh, hottest? I would watch Harry Connick Jr. character and Jennifer Aniston's character fuck. So then you can't make fun of me for liking Hope Floats. I have never that's seen. That's a weird Hulk. equal. <laughs> that also well, has Harry Connick Jr. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There's the only oh, commonality. Like, I don't make fun of you specifically for liking Hope Floats. Uh huh. It's more that I make gently tease you for liking Hope Floats like <laughs> movies. Yeah, it's true. There's a certain genre of girl movie that I know. We've really mentioned this on, but I don't. I mean, like you know, yeah. But I also like you know, when people get their teeth punched in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, off. guys, we need to we need to keep. Oh, up. we yeah, can't here. talk. Okay. Okay. Go. Well, Bill. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. A uh, giant plush Yoshi amiibo. Okay. This looks really good. I have to admit. Actually, right behind you, there is a normal plush uh, Yoshi amiibo <gasps> that I picked up from Amazon this week. Yeah. Again, because Bill buys stupid shit. Oh. So this, this, the re- so this is already out in Japan and the UK. So this is how I could get a copy. It doesn't come out in, uh, in the states until I think it's November. But yeah, so this is supposed to tie in with the new uh, Yoshi game. Mm-hmm. So they put out yarn Yoshi, like actual like knit Yoshi it's really cute. amiibos. It's so cute, it's really this cute. week they announced for the United States they're gonna have giant uh, Yoshi amiibos. This four times that size, like a giant what? like two foot tall. Still works as an amiibo. You can scan into the game. It's got I'm a little thing on its foot. I'm gonna point at that mathematics. 
Mathematically, that's more than four times. <laughs> is it? It's like big though. It's like teddy bear size. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's almost like giant keychain font. Yeah, I do like it has a little loop on its head. So oh, it does hang it? it? I didn't notice that. Yeah, totally does. but that's really so cute. cute. But yeah, so people are like, oh, it's interesting because it's Nintendo. Actually, it's more like an actual toy than it yeah. is just and like an amiibo all those thing. Fucking Animal Crossing amiibos. <gasps> I'm gonna buy. You know, I'm gonna buy Isabel and Digby. They're my favorite Animal Crossing. Oh, Digby's her brother. Digby's her brother. I'm not getting a keychain. Except I wish that it was Digby and his raincoat because that's my favorite. I know, that's my favorite. <laughs> so um, good. As well. Did they announce the, the cute, is it just the main cast? It's not like the little like villagers? Not all oh, the villagers. villagers but, it's, but it's not, yeah, it's just it's a not, selection. It's, it's, not, but it's not our dog. It's right? a good no, like it's six. It's not lucky. It's not lucky? Then. No, I don't think it's any of the like the living amiibos. villagers. It's all like the staff because it's, okay. it's, it's, it's Isabel, her brother. <gasps> yeah, it's a cat on the train. Is it the cat on the train? Yeah. Because the cat on the train, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Um, it's the Isabel sisters are on the clothing shop. It's that kind of stuff. But yeah. no, like, you're not going to have the orange-headed uh, fat cat. Giraffe. Actually, it does have, yeah, it does have fashion. <laughs> you're just playing with it. Oh, i got to send you some samples of fashion giraffe. Do it. And like I said, I'm just sold by Justin McElroy's loathing of that character. Love it. Um... But yeah, I totally forgot about that. And it was funny because you guys totally don't have a Wii U, but yeah. Oh, boy. Um, and lastly, speaking of toy stuff, yeah, this is me just saying, where will you be on Force Friday? I'm, I'm really tempted to go down to the Pendleton Force Friday thing. What the fuck are they doing? Also, the idea that... Okay. I can see, like, when you finally decide to, like, drive away and leave, you just yell it out the window, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> the best part is that, so the thing about this, this P- Pendleton is they make expensive shit. They so really it's the do. idea for showing up late night to see an unannounced thing that will probably right. be at least 300 to $500. That buys you a lot of action figures at Target. <laughs> It does, no, yeah. it's gonna be a big Star Wars blanket that I can use to fill with all my action figures and then turn into a giant bindle stiff. No, it's the blanket you used to, you're gonna wear while waiting in line for tickets for The Force Awakens <laughs> in November. Yeah, I mean, it's gotta be a blanket, right? It's gonna be some sort of like cool designery Pendleton no. Star no. Wars. Well, they blanket. do fabric. Could, could be no. they do like they do like woven designs. So I'm like, how could That's they do a Star Jedi War? cloak? And the thing is, is they do like nice. Like night, like it'd be like some sort of like classy riff on it. Uh, so what the fuck? No, it's just they're like we got what these. The new, fuck is it gonna do? We got these new flannel shirts. See, that's my thing. I'm like, is it gonna be unrelated? They're entirely unrelated. That would be the best possible. Thing. Somebody <laughs> brought in their Millennium Falcon. Because I tried to find. There's no marketing messaging around it or but anything. So, but here's the thing. Here's it's the thing. literally with, just this email. It's like, come to Force. You know, Friday. Star Wars is gonna be a big hit again when stores have nothing to do with Star Wars. Like, come on in. We might have some Star Wars well, yeah, themed posters up. The smartest thing that Pendleton ever did was the week before sent out that thing. It's like, hey, there's cute dogs in this email. Yeah, they also did oh, a yeah? National Dog and, Day and email. And they did the National week. Dog Day email that was like, hey, but this, you know what? we got dog beds. And then they're like, they they followed it up by like, yeah. Force Friday. Yeah, You're literally. Like, what the fuck These are the two doing? emails I got this week. Uh, cute dog from Instagram on a Pendleton oh, dog bed. Oh, God. Force Friday. I'll say this. Like Lucasfilm. <laughs> I will Shut say this. When down. was the last time you got an email promotion and you this mystified by it? <laughs> it was really effective. I was oh. like examining the email. I'm like, surely I have to be able to click to a press release or something. Just, all, for, just for a follow up on the podcast, you I should do got it. Got fully. I mean, I have to go to this. Okay. If, you you don't have to come with me. If I you think you might already be up at midnight on Thursday night, but. I got it. Oh, is it Thursday? Well, it's Thursday into Friday. I think because I think Fourth Friday. Oh, I think I think that I Pen- think Pendleton Pendleton might not know. Uh, they may oh, not. They may screw up. Yeah. They might be like, "Cause I'm ready think- for Force Saturday." I, a lot of the stores are doing like like 
something Saturday, like Star Wars Saturday, for the people uh-huh. who are not willing to wait in line yeah. for like Friday. Because they'll still be. I have a job. But yeah, for people who have jobs, they're doing like a follow up. Like, well, essentially a Force Friday for people with jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that. Okay, now I'm looking this up. If it's Thursday night, it's not going to happen. Whoops. See, that's why I was surprised you were all like, yeah, let's do it. No, well, take off on Friday and then you go to Target. Sorry, y'all. I have to go. I know work is really intensive and I've been working nights and weekends, but Force Friday. Okay, hold on. I gotta find Force Friday. I'm gonna talk about all the stuff I'm gonna buy on Force Friday. I'm gonna buy some micro machines. I'm gonna buy some. Yeah, some occupy this this space uh, a little fall, bit. I will. Like? So okay, fall, this is what I'm okay. Gonna okay. Oh, uh, shit. September third. When is September third? It's Thursday. Fuck. Yeah, you can't Let go. Let me double check. It says Star Wars Pendleton Force Friday Portland Block Party September third nine thirty yeah, to Thursday. one a.m. It's Thursday. Join us for the release of our limited edition hand numbered product. Pre-orders what does start that mean? 12.01 a.m. Limited edition 4th. hand-numbered product. Product? Not even a price range. Or what? Or finger you would finger in front of mouth. You gotta wait in line three hours to no. get something you don't even know what it is. No. Oh, God damn it. I gotta go to work. Yep. What the fuck? What's on you oh, Annie, Annie, you can't do that anyway because that's when the free horse feather show is oh, happening. Oh, shit. I really can't. Well, I'll be downtown anyway. Oh, my God. So I'll just stay. Yeah, what time's the show? Yeah, it's like at 7, 8. Yeah, and no. Just, go straight just find a coffee that. shop to hang out for and like an I hour just, and a half. You know, and then I break into the Pendleton Home Store and sleep. No, and you could at least drive by to see if anyone's at line at 9 p.m. Because that's, that's when they're opening, like, yeah. What the fuck are they doing? Okay, it's a, li- a hand-numbered thing. So it's got to be a print. And you could just Some call sort of them the dumb... next day and say, hey, I my fr- I broke my you... foot. I couldn't make it last you know, night. No, what no, I should just call tonight. I should just call whoever poor schmuck answers the you know, phone. You're like, hey. I know so you're just a random employee, but what the hell? Well, if they say I don't have time Can you email bullshit. them back? Because they obviously send you this thing. Can you get just like, can you just, you just send me this email? What is this? Claire, what, what this is? What this is? What this? Uh, my question was going to be now fully uh-huh. that year. Who are the hottest animated male or female characters? We've talked about this on the podcast before, but now that we have you, because Annie's mentioned Dean. Was it Jasmine? I mean, Robin Hood from Disney's Robin, Robin Hood. Okay, yeah. I'm not even like vaguely. I'm only bringing this up too because like wait. he was a hot fox. Although no one, you think as far as um, all the boners people get for Robin Hood, no mm. one gets a boner from Maid Marian. I know she's pretty disagree. 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 Really? Totally disagree. I talked on this podcast about the, one of the reasons okay. why I stopped doing my Disney's Robin Hood fan site is that people kept stuff. sending me porn. thinly veiled porn of Maid oh, Marian married from Ma- Disney's Robin yeah. Hood. Uh, okay. Uh, Clucky. Mm, I mean, if we're getting girl. to know, <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> she's amazing. Oh, Clucky! Yeah, I can't yeah, tell you what Clucky was. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you even like. Yeah. Cause... Oh, the the brawny dude in Cowboy Bebop. Oh. Oh wow. yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a good one. The guy uh, with the robot arm. And and Ayn, the dog. Okay. Uh, everyone. Be Dog's quiet for pretty a sexy. Everyone, be quiet for a second. Oh god. This Live. is really good radio. <laughs> Boy, howdy podcast. <laughs> Andy's made a call. <laughs> Sunday, they should be there. <laughs> this is so stupid. Thank you for calling Pendleton Home. We are located at 210. Damn it. Are they closed? It's Sunday afternoon. Are you just going to leave a message? Mm-hmm. Luke. <laughs> Luke, I want your blanket. <laughs> what are you selling, Luke? Oh, God. You're not an official licensed vendor of Star Wars products. And he got the machine at Pendleton. 
It's good radio. Hi, um, I received an email saying that there was going to be a Force Friday event on Thursday night at uh, y'all's store. The email didn't say what was being sold or released. I was just really curious. I was, I admit, I was tempted enough to come, but I don't know what it is. And I was just curious if someone could call and just let me know what exactly is the first Friday, the limited edition item and how much like money, like how much should I allocate for this cause? I'm fascinated by this. The email worked in that regard. Um, if someone could call me, my name is Annie and my phone number is- <laughs> Edit so that out, Bill. <laughs> Thank you guys for shouting in there. <laughs> anyway, yes, I got to With our four listeners who already know us and have yeah. ha- been at our houses, yes. been on the podcast. Thank you, please, if you can do some bleeps and bloops there. Yeah. All right, friends, next week, one way or the other. I'm I like how we screamed it out there so I actually like, leave your message. With yeah. a human. I'm doing the thing that can't be altered in time. It's and I'm like, I'm lazy. I'm like, if I just scream loud enough, <laughs> no, I don't have to edit. <laughs> All right, friends, that was, I'm sorry, that was our very weird, slow conclusion to this podcast. Follow next week. Even if they get back in touch with you, you can take Buck Pendleton. That's the cliffhanger, y'all. Um, we'll be back next week. This was, as always, the Boy Howdy Podcast. We're at Boy Howdy Podcast on Twitter. BoyHowdyPodcast.com is our website. You can listen to Bill on his new podcast. Yes, uh, I should mention this. Tardy to the Party. At TardyPodcast.com. Uh, it's a new podcast with me and Daniel Rudis, uh, also known as The Grumpy Turtle, mm-hmm. where we are uh, addressing things uh, from our collective uh, pop culture backlogs. Uh, we have two episodes live now where I am talking about Yoshi's Island and he is talking about Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. We switch off every other week, so mm-hmm. like I take an episode, like I talk about something, and then he talks about something. Yeah, so, where yeah. they both consume something they've missed. Yeah, and, uh, so go ahead and share tardypodcast.com. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we'll talk to y'all next week about more garbage. Thank you fully for joining us and yeah. our enthusiasm yeah. and shouting. Uh, d- give us your uh, uh, Black Friday ex- uh, experiences. Let us know how your Black Friday is. Every time we ask for any sort of response, it's just like whistling. Words. It is just like we're dropping this podcast <laughs> in the dark. Going, you can hear it going down the plunk. plunk <laughs> it's almost the like well. this podcast is the worst no one actually We get hundreds of downloads still. <laughs> Do you think it's, it's just robots? It's gotta be. People who died and did not know to turn off their <laughs> iTunes accounts just still downloading. No. Friends, beloved Boy Heady listeners, we love each and every one of you. Thank you so That's much for Because there aren't that many of you. It is, it is like we're like snowed in and we're just broadcasting. We're hoping someone can hear us. You're the kid <laughs> You're the kid in the radio th- um, booth from Wet Hot American Summer. That's it. We haven't made it. I still have a Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Not that we're complaining right yeah, now. None like of the shit's yeah. up. Honestly, at the end of the day, I think I'm happy having very small listenership versus a big audience. We have no responsibility. Exactly. We don't have a lot of listeners to keep exactly. track of or we're feedback to worry about. Mail, we can good. just be ourselves. That's the thing. It really is kind of like a yeah, conversation. Yeah. Free. Like, hey, we're free. We could, Like I said, we could kind of just let you put your phone number flood out there. Probably nothing would happen. You just wasted your time listening to 18 hours of us riff about action figures and Lego. Good luck. We'll see y'all next week. Take care, guys. Love you fully. Thanks. Say, okay. You Aww. say goodbye? Mwah. Mwah from all of us. The macaroni brothers. <laughs> I'm Griffin. I'm I'm Justin. I'm Travis. You would think you look good with the beard. I would look so good. Good. You should do. Oh man, can we do macro? Can we do uh, cosplay for Halloween? <laughs> and goodnight. <laughs> keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart, man. These girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.